it's that time of year again. Hey, so I went and saw... Holy oh. cow, I am so loud. Uh, I, I just turned <laughs> off. You are really loud. Jesus. Um, Jesus. So I went and saw Nick today because I had to pick up the pins that you, we had like, made. In sound checks, you were way quieter than this. Sorry. She got excited. I know. I, she, she's like, I picked up pins. <laughs> <laughs> but Folk Hogan is up to a lot, you guys, and it is awesome. All right. Who's got their mic by something or their phone by something? I can. Probably that's do. your phone. Set it on the other side. By the well, mic. Well, now I gotta finish put, posting our Instagram. Well, that's okay. But I'm just saying, just set it on the other side so it's not as close to the mic because it's like. Just Strip think. Just think about this. I don't hear it anymore. Yeah, because she picked, picked it up. up my phone. Well, so I'm think about this. Too. It's causing that kind of interference with the mics and the sound, and you put it next to your head all the time. No, I don't. I never talk on the phone. Speaking of Falk Hogan, I learned my lesson last week. Don't adjust your volumes during the intro music. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Uh, also, <laughs> this is a new Utah podcast. Um, so you were saying, Jess, you were excited because of Falk Hogan? Yeah, because they have a lot of cool stuff coming up. New album. Um, they recorded two songs that basically they sold to Warner Brothers. And oh, cool. Yeah. Nick is also working on his solo album. <laughs> so he's a busy dude, but... There, it's awesome. He'll give us information when See, it comes back. See, you got quiet again. She's not excited. You got mad at me for being excited. No, I was <laughs> fine. I didn't get mad. It was just, you were very different in volume level. Um, oh my God, you and your volumes. I know. I have to co- completely fucking readjust them constantly. And no one, no one that listens to this, by the way, no one that listens to us actually hears that because I fix it all. They post. do now. Now they know. Uh, well, the secret. But they don't actually hear it. You should let the beginning of it go so that they know what, what you fix. No. Because no, that, that is actually more work. more work <laughs> than just doing the whole track and normalizing volumes. Although, I will say I've gotten a lot more picky as I normalize volumes and I go out and find spikes so I can raise the, the amplification even more without distortion. Because... Uh, I like a quality audio. And I'll tell you, the one thing that makes me the, the maddest with any podcast that I listen to is when they're like, you can tell like when they do an interview and the interview's super fucking quiet. And so you have to turn it way up and they don't normalize audio between themselves in the interviewee, presumably <laughs> because they're using like uh, some sort of client like Skype to record. And so you've got really fucking loud and then. I can barely hear the guys. <laughs> and they're like, it's not that fucking hard to splice the tracks together and normalize the audio. I do it every week. We do it because our guests, we love you guests, but you don't know how to fucking talk into a microphone properly. <laughs> we have the conversation before every show and they always, they forget talking about like back here. It's not, it's not normal for them. They turn their head this way. I know it's not. And they try and look at us while they're talking. Cause that's, that's a polite thing to do. That's true. That's true. And we do love our guests. I don't know that we've had any that I didn't like. I'm trying to think. There's a long list we went through. Uh, Jess put together a list of guests for us, and it's it's rather extensive. Um, but we're not we're not guest heavy tonight. We have zero guests actually, so uh, it's just me, your host Chris. Uh, along for the ride is uh, is my lovely wife Bree, another one of our hosts. Uh, Jeremy, uh, the Howdy. slam slam poetry architectural slam poetry specialist. Thank you. And uh, and uh, the lovely Jess, uh, who produces the show. Um, Mischiefs of events. She makes she makes the magic happens. Uh, She's like Santa Claus. She also has a new computer, uh, so... I do. It's very fancy. She sends emails that she changed passwords Sorry. and then says I didn't change I them. did change the password, but it's to the, the old site. 
Oh, so it, does, it. So it didn't even matter. Nope. And I was like, this dashboard doesn't look the same. Although it was really cool because the old dashboard shows like the countries where people are looking. Like it has a map. And yesterday, people in Colombia were on our website. Wow. So that was cool. Yeah. Spam bots. I Maybe. Don't know. I I will say we do have we do have a swath of listeners from across the country and outside the country and the world. Speaking of listeners, I have to give a shout out to Stephen at York Engineering. Let me know if you are listening to this episode. He's got that. So they're my partner, engineer partner. He's got the whole office. Oh, by, the, office. by the way, Stephen and everyone else, this is episode one thirty five. Oh, yes. One thirty five. One thirty two. I, why the fuck did I put 135 in the show notes? You're skipping ahead. Getting ahead Holy of yourself. Holy shit. I'm like, so, it's Christmas time already, guys. Shout out to Steven and York Engineering. He's got the whole office listening to it. I'm not sure what I think about that. It's what? cool, but what? I'm not sure what I think about that. No, you have to how be do, careful. It's how, like with my insured that's going to be on the show in January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but how do you get the whole office to listen to a podcast? Do you like play it over your computer speakers and turn it up? I'm assuming so. They have an kind of an open office. So a couple, two or three of them are in office offices. But the rest of them are kind of in an open cubicle area. So anyway, I've I've gotten comments from some of them. They all think it's funny. Breeze Breeze breaking her. She's got her heating blanket, her uh, electric blanket. She I got might have plugged her. it in upside down. Hold on. Yeah, it it's looks electric. Better. Oh, it yeah, that's electric. the problem. <laughs> that's I okay. That's well, there's not a there's not it's a right side up. It's fucking freezing down here, you guys. It's it's not. It's cold. It's not. It's cold. It's my nose cold. is cold. My hands are cold. Look, my cuticles are purple. I, I don't. Jeremy's looking at his. I'm now. just comparing. Yeah, yeah. they're they're, they're purple. Should have so, coffee. It'll warm you up. Um, <laughs> Coffee's disgusting. Special week. Uh, this is going to be the first in a series of two episodes that will not be back to back. So I don't know if you can call them a series, but we do them every year. Uh, we were featured for doing them every year. So this is going to be uh, one part of the best of. Uh, City Weekly does a, a Best of Utah edition. And since we're a podcast all about Utah and what we love about Utah and some of the things we fucking hate about Utah, uh, we'll be making snide comments uh, and pointing out where editorial staff got shit wrong um, and where they got it right and what we think about different places. And it'll bring up memories and, and ideas of things to do and I mean, really, if if ever you're looking for some place to go or something to do, uh, check out the City Weekly Best of Edition. Uh, you can get it year-round uh, online at cityweekly.net. Uh, if you want a print copy, too bad, so sad. Those are fucking gone like two seconds after they get put out when this issue comes Jess out. Jess had to fight some old lady for ours. She pushed it down. <laughs> it's true, but it was worth it because that, <laughs> that old bitch was not in City Weekly's Best of Edition. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's what most of the episode is going to be dedicated to instead of talking to a guest. Um, but, uh, we got other stuff to get to. Did you guys have, and just in case you were wondering, my electric blink is now working. I just had it plugged in upside down. I think we all got that earlier. I'm relieved. I can, I can feel it. It's, it's all warm it's now. It's all warming, warming mm-hmm. yep. sensations. So anybody have any fun weekend stories? Silence. Just it looked it like all. you were going to say something. I got my tree from Peterson. I saw that. It's a really pretty tree. And you actually had snow that night. It did snow. I like how fat it is. Did you see? It was magical, actually, how it happened. Did (laughs) you hang it upside down from the ceiling? No. I don't understand that. You can buy those kind of trees from, like, at home and... Did you see someone stole a tree out of someone's yard, like a like a fucking evergreen like pine tree? Like they cut a tree. So they cut <gasps> someone's so, tree down. I don't, like, I don't I don't know if I've told this story before on the podcast, but 
probably oh, 15, 20 years ago. I, I probably more than that. Uh, when I was an intern doing my architectural intern, we were visiting one of our sites where we were doing some remodels. This is commercial, so it's a commercial building. <clears throat> and this is probably two, three weeks before Christmas. And we go out there, do our inspection, come back the next day because we had to follow up with something. And I noticed one of the pine trees in the front had been cut down. It was probably five or six feet tall, so perfect Christmas tree height. And it was like wow. two, three weeks before Christmas. Yeah, somebody had cut down a pine tree in a business complex. And taken it home and taken for it home. And, they, and you could tell it was a, like a nighttime drive-by because like, it was not cut down well. No, they had to fix that shit when they got home. It was like hacked up with a fingernail file and Instead who knows whatever like else they had. Instead anyway, just to slice that baby open. I'm just staring at it. It just like... What the hell? But it happens. That's my point. It does. Well, and I saw, because I was, what I was saying, as I saw a story this morning uh, that someone had a fucking pine tree, like, just stolen right out of their front yard. Like, See, that's a good reason why not to, to groom our pine tree. Somebody might steal it and use I'm, it as a I'm Christmas. pretty sure no one's going to try to steal that fucking thing. Even if it was well-groomed, it's too damn big now. <laughs> I mean, that thing's taller than our house is. Yeah, it's really big. I don't know. They, they need the ones at the complex that they put up. Those are pretty big. Yeah, but they're not fucking stealing <laughs> trees to do that, dude. They don't. It's people in Rose Park that do that shit. Houston Farms had some really, really tall trees that made me wish that I had a vaulted ceiling. So how are they yeah. cutting them? You said they were cutting. They cut it. Did I... Did you get they flocked? trim it for you? Is that they what? do, yeah. Trim they it? do trim it. Did you get a flocked? flocked? <laughs> no. That is such a mess. Shannon's no. Shannon's girlfriend, Shannon Barnson's girlfriend, flocked their tree and put the lights on it, and it looks like it's glowing from the inside. It's really pretty. Well, that's why you flock a tree. Can we just cover our tree in tinsel? That'll be fun to clean no. up. I remember those days. I My mom the, loved no. them. The, I, what do they call? They call them like icicle. Oh, those they little individual little pieces? Street, the individual thing. Things. She would just take a bucket and, like, dump it out over the tree. I mean, that was, there was more to it than that, but... They were a mess. I don't believe in tinsel. Christmas tree decorating is, like, probably the most uh, involved decorating that there is. Like, usually you buy something and put it out, and you're like, okay, now I've decorated. But the Christmas tree, it's like, you got to put the thing up, and then there's, like, a million different things that go into the thing oh, to make it look like oh, a thing. Our tree for uh, from my for my work that we got from the Festival of Trees, it's, like, for a guy that died, and so it's all his favorite things. And so there's, like, like the tree itself is a pretty, sh like, shape. But there's like helicopter ornaments and Coke can ornaments and there's a temple ornament. It's all red, like everything about it's red and then there's a big chunk of and BYU then, shit. And then he's a BYU fan. So I'm like, why didn't they do the tree silver and white instead of red and white? So weird. But like they put mm. knives in there, like fillet knives for like fishing Sweet. and like knives for hunting. And there's a there's probably, a golf bag. You probably put that away in your office. What, and not we're actually going to keep it for the office. But there's like a golf bag and there's like... um. A roadside assistance emergency bag. And How much there's was a the shelf. tree? That know. was one of his favorite things is roadside assistance. I don't know, but there's a roadside assistance thing <laughs> in there. Kind of, we're going to honor you by sticking a roadside maybe, emergency kit But there's the like gold. Maybe he was a manager for AAA. There's like gold trees. <laughs> and there's like reindeer and a shelf. And there's a cute little advent candle calendar there's a whole rocking chair came with it i really want the rocking chair but i told huh. everybody i'm not probably not allowed to put in for that because there's no room in my house for it no no rock but i said if i want it i would just put it in my cubicle and then when i got frustrated <laughs> with everybody i just sit in my rocking chair and rock myself be your own old bitty <laughs> then so, you could knit so jess i want to go back to your tree um, cool uh is is all decorated now yes there's yes. pictures of it is it dead yet nope 
It's dead when they cut it down, you weirdo. Well, yeah, but I mean, is it like dry? Is it no. going to be dried out before Christmas? No, actually, the last tree that I got last year from Peterson, when I took it down, I was shocked. They were st- all the needles were still soft. How do you? How do you do a live tree? I just don't. It's not even mess. It's messy when you put it up, and it's messy when you take it down. That's it. So, how does the the landlord roommate Christmas work? Do you guys do Christmas with each other? Do you no. just not talk? And you're like, no. Do they use your tree? Do they wrap presents and put it under your tree? No, because none of them have kids or anything. Like do they just have family they go visit on Christmas yeah. Day. Mm-hmm. Like Ron will go out of town. I think he's going to California to visit his family. Um, and I don't know what. Marco Polo. Marco Polo is doing, what? and the other one's still do not moved a, in. So. Do you have a blind roommate now? Yeah. Is he really blind? <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's you not. You have a service dog. Hey, would you yeah. allow service pets if they needed a service animal? Uh, if it was a service pet, yeah. Because well, if it was a service pet, it would be well-behaved. What yeah. if it was a pet with a service vet best? You just ask the same question. But not an actual service pet. Well, you can just fucking order a service pet vest and call your animal a service pet. You could. Call Ebo a service and, pet. And so I can take him places. And they'd have to pay a pet deposit and we'd be good. Do you allow pets other than service animals? Mm-mm. No, the only pet I've had in my house is a turtle. What? A, yeah, I was going to say, what about turtles? Because we didn't tell this story because this is new. <laughs> this happened no, after actually, the podcast. Uh, funny story about that. I totally forgot that my roommate's son buried it on the side of the house when it died. And I was doing some landscaping and I was like... What is this? And oh, like, it's oh, a yeah. hard turtle shell. It's a turtle shell. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to let... Okay, I, you guys... Okay, so... I'll finish, <laughs> my, I'll finish my tree story another time. <laughs> La, no, we're going to finish right after this, but we have... we have. But since you mentioned the turtle... I, I cannot... I can't believe you had a turtle in your house. And that made me think of this. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday last week were like hellacious fuck all days for me at work. Like crazy like 12 hours of corporate realignment strategy shit and your ceo kind of not happy about it uh well not happy about the process he was right. he was fine he's he's the one doing the realignment right. but anyway regardless that doesn't matter well it does because it stressed everybody out so it's thursday was it thursday morning thursday afternoon when thursday. you sent the text thursday yeah so thursday like i come two, out i think i come out like of that. a break and I'm like, Fuck, I got to check my phone because we can't have our phones inside these meetings, like no electronics at all. Um, and so I come out and there's like a million emails and texts. And I'm like, what can I check fast as I go to texts? And right as I do, I get this text from Jeremy. Like it was, it was clandestine that it comes into my phone right as I start to look at it. <laughs> and it says, hold on, I got to grab my phone. I got to read it. His phone's a, playing the background music. It's a, it, it's, it's worthy of a read out loud <laughs> on the podcast because it is kind of a what the fuck text. So there I am, uh, minding my own business, looking at my text and uh, I get this from Jeremy. Uh, okay, here it is. Julia's roommate from Japan killed her turtle, cut it up, and then boiled it. She then left a fork in the turtle tank where the turtle was. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? And so, like, I'm busy at work, and I'm seeing, like, my phone going off, and I'm like, uh, if it's something important, somebody will call me. So I wasn't looking. I didn't see it until the end when... Everything was so anyway. at all. Yeah. So okay. So it was around two o'clock, I think, somewhere around that time. I think Heather said it was like two thirty. Something like that. So I, I, I get. Well, I see that my phone rings, but I don't answer it because I was in the middle of some other stuff, and then I get a message. 
from Julia Colmy. <clears throat> so I, I call her up and I'm like, what's going on? And she's, she's just bawling hysterically. So from, I, by the way, this is a feral turtle that the kids found yeah, on the street. On the side of the road. Found on the side of the road. So she, she's Julia just is the one that's hysteric. in college. Jeremy did not spare neuter that turtle, though, so Bob Barker's going to kick his ass. <laughs> that's true. So, so she's hysterical. Just, uh, I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, my roommate killed my turtle. And I'm like, what? She's like, my roommate killed and ate my turtle. And I, I'm just like, what? And she said, I said, slow down a little bit, back up, tell me what's going on. Do you have on. to tell them to, to, that they can't cry and talk to you at the same time? Because I have to do that with Sean because she gets so hysterical yeah. I can't understand her. <laughs> yeah. So I had to keep doing the, okay, calm down, calm down. Can't understand you again. So she's like, okay, so last night... Or, or, or first thing this morning, there's a note on my door that says no pets. And she knows she's not supposed to have a pet, but there's this weird rule about if it's in a tank or something. So she's had this, this it's turtle. It's a service turtle. It's a service turtle. She's had this turtle pretty much the whole school year. Anyway, so she's got a note. This was in the morning. So she sends us a message and says, can you guys take the turtle? I can't have it anymore. And we're like, okay, whatever. So so that was in the morning. And she's like, so I had this, the note showed up on my door last night. And that's why I sent you guys the message this morning. So I get back from class and I walk in and there's dirt everywhere. The turtle's gone. There's a boiling pot on the stove with dirt from the turtle cage in it. And there's a fork in the turtle cage where the turtle was. And I'm like, how do you know it was your roommate? And she's like, well, there's nobody else it could be. And she's Japanese and I think they eat turtles. And, and I'm like. <laughs> they eat turtles in New Orleans too. They probably eat turtles like They eat turtles places. in a lot of places. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, why would she kill your turtle? She's like, I don't know. I don't know, but there's blood and she must have cut it up. And, and I'm like, okay, you need to calm down. Was, it green, was it green blood? Of course turtles bleed. What kind of question is that? <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I said, you need to get out. Because her other roommate's there, and I can hear her other Because, by the way, this is some serial killer shit. This yeah, well, that's the like, thing. That's like, You read all the serial killers, killer stories, and they start by killing, like, animals, and then they work their way up to people. They like cats. Cat, yeah, cats. And Usually dogs. it's not turtles. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Anyway, so I'm, I can hear her roommate, Brooke, in the background, just bawling hysterically as well. I'm like, okay, you two need to get it together. You need to go find the RA. Get out of your apartment. If your roommate does show up, don't confront her. Just walk away because, you know, I've got all kinds of stuff running through my head about what's going on. So she's like, all right, I'm going to go find the RA. Clearly the roommate knows how to use a knife. Obviously. As soon as you get, you know, as soon as you get with the RA, call the police and then let me know what happens. So she disappears. So then here's the other thing is everything's coming every like 45 minutes after this because she'd she report back briefly. So she calls back about 34 minutes later. She's like, okay, I got the RA. Does your daughter not know how to text? Yeah, she does text too, but I on this one I wanted her My to call me. My daughter's only ever text or she, snap. She usually just does, but this was a little bit different. So anyway, she's like, okay, well, we're with the RA. They called the campus police. Campus police will be here in a minute. Oh, they're here. I got to go. So another like 30, 40 minutes later, she's like, okay, we they got the master key. We went into the apartment. They, they opened up the, the roommate's bedroom, and she's, she's sitting on her bed, and the turtle's in a box, and she says... I don't eat turtles. This is a joke. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, we, none of us know what to think. And we're all freaked out. And she's like, uh, in some ways, it's almost worse that she staged it all. We don't know what's going on. I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, but in the meantime, they do an emergency move. So they're, they're going to pull the, those two out and move them to another. Anyway. Which I think is stupid because they did the same thing to Sean. They moved the people that 
didn't do anything bad and left the person that, well, on your case, they didn't, but. So here's the reason they do it. I'm just throwing this out there because when you're an 18, 19 year old kid going to college for the first time, you're not in your parents' house. You need to learn how to fucking deal with roommate problems. That's a that's a piece of but life. I still it's think it's skill. rude to make the people that didn't do anything wrong move. That's actually a service Jess provides. Um, <laughs> when you when you live with her, she teaches you how to not be such a shitty roommate. <laughs> oh, thanks. Or she kicks your so, ass out. Well, so they did move them, and then come to find out, they also moved the the. The Japanese girl to a completely different building on the other side of campus. It's probably a good idea. Next probably, to some other Japanese people. Probably for the turtles. best. So, well, so anyway, so well, so so she's like, so I'm like, well, what what is going on? Why would she? She's like, I don't know. They're getting an interpreter. I'll call you back. So another like he made a, he just made a hang up sound like Julie is on an old fashioned <laughs> yeah. on a fucking walkie talkie phone. It's the way I Roger. remember it. <laughs> so Over. like an <laughs> like an hour later, she calls back. Hey, Dad, goes, things are okay. <laughs> Roger. Over. <laughs> Over. <laughs> so she calls back and she says, okay, so they got the interpreter. And so what happened is the night before, they'd, they'd had some guys over and they were playing games and eating pizza, watching movies, that kind of stuff. And the roommate had gone in to take a shower but had forgot to take her towel with her. At the same time she's in there, all the guys show up. So she realizes that the guys are, are there and so she doesn't want to come out. So Julia pops her head in. And says, hey, we've got pizza, we've got stuff, you come out and join us. She didn't understand it because of the language barrier. So anyway, she ends up spending the entire evening in the bathroom. So here, I don't get this. Like, it doesn't matter what country you're in. You can still put your damn clothes back on. Did she walk in there naked? Like, you can scurry across the hallway naked. Or well, like you said, take the take shower, the shower curtain, curtain room. If it's that bad. Anyway, so she ended up spending like... Hi, kids. You have kids. They don't think about this kind of stuff. I know adults that don't think about this kind of stuff. So I was in theater when I was in high school. I fucking have no problem stripping down. Well, to nothing she's in front a, of people. a young Japanese girl. I I wouldn't do it at my age. So she ends up spending because I I don't know. It was like midnight or one when the party. Well, not really party, but you know, college. When the makeout session ended. Before before they he all. He doesn't left. want to admit that. So so then that's she, what it was. She scurries across. So so Your daughter's a swinger. She, she tells the <laughs> interpreter that <clears throat> she felt bad, so she wanted them to feel bad, how, like how she felt bad. Well, you missed the part where apparently. <clears throat> oh pet- yeah, that's the other thing. So so, the rules for the school are no pets. Somehow, some way, the word pet translates to boyfriend in like, Japanese. So this whole time. The well, roommate because that's what boyfriends really are. It's kind pets. of. So the that's roommate this whole time thought that it was no boyfriends, and they're bringing their boyfriends over all the time. Anyway. So she's thinking that they're breaking no the rules and being total dicks, and so she's going to so, get back in them. Yeah, and the turtle had nothing to do with it. It was just a pawn in the bizarre scheme. So do you guys have the turtle now? Her boyfriend took it. <laughs> and then that's... Did he eat turtle soup? <laughs> I haven't heard. <laughs> that same day... The creepy, Sean's creepy ex-roommates. Her felons. The felons. The felons. They found one of Sean's friend's sets of keys. And so they decided to steal her car. So they took her car and then took a picture of her keys at some other like on-campus housing complex. And we're like, ha ha, we stole your car. So they got the police called on them. I'm like, what is going on? Now, all this is great. But we have to hear about Jess's tree some yes, more. Yes, back to the tree. I did, yeah, it's in the past. <laughs> it's not. No, it's because, in the right now. Because you it's found, high. didn't you say you found like special ribbon or a special ornament or something that you, I was reading it now. Yeah, how do you decorate your trees? Do you have like a set of ornaments? Well, 
You don't use your vagina? Just no. like toss ornaments up there with the like vagina? Like on Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> what? Is that really a thing? <laughs> she shoots ping pong balls. Into her Christmas tree? No. Oh. She's at the bar. She's in a desert. Remind me to tell tree? you about... They have Christmas in the desert. Remind me to tell you after the show. I don't want to waste time on the show, but remind me to tell you about New Orleans bottle tricks after the show. You have told us about New Orleans okay. bottle tricks on the show oh. before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is one so, I'm yeah, ping pong balls, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so how, I mean, do you decorate, like, color theme? Do you use, like, yeah, ornaments I have that two. you collect? I have two. I either do it you purple. You have two trees? No. no two themes. Oh. themes. It's either purple, silver, and black, or red, silver, and black, and it just depends on what I'm feeling. If you're feeling purple or red? Yeah. So the last couple of years have been purple, but I How found... How about purple, silver, and red? Why do you have to have the black? Why do you have to have a, a, a well, tree Well, I was thinking it would be purple happiness. and red, but then I'm like, that would be like the red hat ladies. <laughs> but you're, you you make a tree that's supposed to bring happiness. Would you happiness. let her tell the damn story? Shut and, up. And you fill it with Shut up. darkness, not black? Sh- snowflakes. It's mostly snowflakes. Snowflakes aren't even black. They're silver. My snowflakes are they all are. silver. Silver and red snowflakes. So what's black? Uh, I have black hearts. And I have um, black, black like balls. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about inviting darkness into Christmas, and you're like, I got black hearts. I do. They're black hearts with like My silver sparkles on them. Hearts as black as mine. They are. Yep. And I have a crown that goes on top of the tree. But right. I found a really cool topper. Unfortunately, it's sold out at most targets. But it's a snowflake, and it has an LED light that makes more snowflakes on the ceiling <gasps> i might have to buy it oh, that's cool. if i can find one let me tell you it's sold out you're never gonna fucking yeah find it. we found the coolest no it's there's one in or there was one in Orem, but Negative. i was just feeling like way it's not there lazy. some motherfucker took it and hit it somewhere in the store because let me tell you last year <laughs> there was this fucking santa we went to a target the whole in family Fort wanted Union. it the girls and everybody there was a santa climbing a ladder why didn't you buy it online like an because it didn't fucking exist online oh. it was a display <laughs> thing in the oh. store and we called every fucking Target in the Wasatch Front. And by the time we had, they were all sold out and somebody had bought the display. Well, I bought new twinkly lights because half of my strands were out. So <laughs> those are amazing. And I got those at Target. Uh, and some really cool like 3D snowflakes that I found at Big Lots. Big Lots. Oh, I like and Big Lots. And I haven't been in a Big Lots in a while. The, the one on 90th, they remodeled it. They bought the... Or are leasing the space next to it, so they doubled the size. Ninetieth and what? Out by Bangator, like right <sighs> off of Bangator. There's a big lots over yeah, there. Yeah, like right west of Bangator. Yeah, really? Yeah, the, go there I, all the time. I, I actually I got literally my, turn east on that road every day. I the actually s- got my patio furniture at that the one. The Smiths, where they where they had the corn maze that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kitty, kitty corner, corner from that. Yeah. Oh. In that oh, yeah. complex. We need to go there. I need to go there, yeah. It's nice. Because the big lots in Kearns is sketchy. And I got some new glass ornaments because I really love glass ornaments. So we are just red ones. One of ours died this year because Sean knocked it down. Yeah. Glass That's ornaments sad. are dangerous with kitties as well. Although our cats have been good. Knock on wood. Hurry. Fast. Find the- something. <laughs> Anyways, but I just wanted to say I went to the lot and it had been snowing. It was soaking wet. Every tree was soaking wet and i was looking i have a very particular no a very particular tree style that i look for every year and i spent an hour there (laughs) finding the perfect tree and i almost had it and farmer luke was like hold on just a second and there were like tons of trees on the fence line still all in twine and he was like hold on just a second he went and grabbed one and I was like, how can you tell like what that's going to look like? Because <laughs> they all look the same when they're all in twine. And he was like, you just 
can tell. He's like, and, I've been doing this shit yeah. for like 40 years. Anyway, so then he opened it and it was the perfect tree. It was amazing. The first one. Nice. Yeah. After an hour. Um, and then we went to go leave and they have a cat there and it jumped right in my friend's car. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. <laughs> so. It was like, um, I'm coming home with you. Yeah, he's like, this farm sucks in the winter. Anyways, he wants to come back on the show. He really likes. Oh, us, that's so. awesome! You know that says a lot when guests I really liked come him back. too. He was so smart and so nice. So there are bitchy people online complaining about his prices of the trees because they are quite expensive. Um, I think I paid a hundred for mine. It's a seven foot that, tree. I don't feel like that's a very expensive. Yeah, but when you tree. go to Home Depot or Costco and they're like fifty dollars. Yeah, but no they're also shit get. trees. Exactly. So, um, and he told me that the farm that he normally gets it from, because there he got some from down by Fillmore and Beaver, and then also um, up in Oregon. And last year he told me that the Oregon farms are diminishing because they're turning them into blueberry farms. Yep. So, like he said, the day before Thanksgiving, the farm that they usually get them from, like, called and canceled their order. So he had to like rush to to find. A tree. You know, you you, you get wow. what you pay for. So if you want a cheap, shitty tree, go get a cheap, shitty tree. And if just supporting want, local. Exactly. If you want a good tree and support a local business uh, to keep a, a local grower around, and this is something that Farmer Luke is able to do in the off season. That, and it's a cool, I mean, it's just beautiful there. And I saw somebody that was angry that they didn't allow pictures there. And by pictures, they mean like families were arranging to come and get their Jesus pictures. Christ, go to Wheeler Farm fuckers. Right, and he was like, he's like, we didn't mind at first. He's like, but then like everyone was just, there were like four or five families at once and we're trying to do business trying and to sell trees. And yeah. like, Can you, and hold so, on, we need to take a picture in front of this but tree. But I want to buy want. that tree. No, yeah. we're taking our family picture in front of it. Anyway, so people need to not be jerks and understand that they're trying to run a business and sell yeah. Christmas well, trees. But can, you imagine, can you imagine like a family standing in Walmart like trying to take a family picture by their <laughs> fake trees I'm sure they're there. That has never happened. I'm sure if you Google called Farmer Luke, if you <laughs> I called bet you if you Google in advance things. and asked if you could do that and set up a special time, maybe. No, he's not. He doesn't want any of that. Wednesday at 10 a.m. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just know. go by yourself and take some. Yeah, or just go buy a fucking tree. We took some cool pictures. Go home, decorate it, and take a picture in front of it. Yeah. Or, or it's the lights. There's like a truck, the I, red truck. I'm and just throwing this trackers. out there. We live in fucking Utah. There's a bunch of canyons. Bree's mom said I'm going up into the canyon for pictures. For engagement <laughs> photos. Remember, yeah, let's not fucking talk about that. <laughs> and and Bree goes, what canyon? And she goes, Mill Creek, Big Cottonwood, Little Cottonwood, Cottonwood. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mom. <laughs> All of them? Yeah. She's like, just doing I'm looks. like, Mom, that, no. We're going like up in the canyon. Room. She's like, Parley's, Bryce. She didn't say that. Bryce. <laughs> she didn't say Parley's. <laughs> but I'm like, Mom, those are not, those canyons aren't close to each other. It's not like you can hop, skip, and jump over. Like, you need to tell me which Brian one. Brian Head, Co-op. <laughs> but wherever she's going, she's like, there's this place that I want to go, and there's this really cool bridge, and I'm like, are you guys going to be able to do it <laughs> yeah, She's in the like, snow? I want to go over by Log Haven. There's this cool bridge we want to go on. I'm like, Mom, you know it snowed like three feet this weekend, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so you she's can't like, walk, and he can't walk, and you think you're going to trample goes, through three feet of snow across a bridge to get your picture. She goes, yeah. Devin, Devin says it'll be fine. I'm like, I goes, go, yeah, he's in his 30s and fucking drives motocross and breaks his clavicle. Of course, he doesn't care if he has to trudge through three feet of snow. Yeah. I don't know if there's really three feet of snow at Log Haven, but they got a lot of snow this weekend, so. Anyway, we I still don't know what snow. canyon she's going up. I guess Mill Creek. The canyon. 
Yeah, the one. There's only one. I don't know. She's crazy. Um, so you guys want to do events? We're, we're mm. like, we're just cruising along, talking about Christmas. Half so. an hour intro. Yeah, those are the best. I'm sure our listeners love them. There will be a Christmas show too. It will be recorded at Jessica's house. That's true. Jessica's we are recording there. A, yes. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Because nobody confirmed. Because nobody confirmed. <laughs> I thought Jeremy the people said that, that are in charge of confirming yeah. recording did not confirm. I'm pretty That's sure true. Jeremy said that, and then I thought you said it was good for us. I said it was good for us to go there for dinner, but she said, "Do we want to record too?" And nobody answered that. That's not my job to answer. Can we record in Ron's room? It sounds way more fun. <laughs> no, his room is pretty. When I went downstairs to go get the, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. He, we should all like, sit around the tree and have the microphones all stretched around the tree on the floor. Has, so has he like, except for it's up against the wall. <laughs> has, has he like? Uh, has he like like moved outside of his room and started taking over the basement as a whole now? The basement is just a hole. It's cement and boards. Oh, so he's he's just living down in the unfinished yeah. basement. Yeah. Have you ever been like, hey, Ron, I'll pay you a hundred dollars if you finish this for me? Uh, no, he's a techie. He's definitely not a Drywall's construction kind not of person. That hard. I say that knowing full well that the second remodel of the basement. We both sat on it for like four months until we realized we don't want to actually drywall. Let's just buy it. Let's just pay someone to do it. The insurance is going to pay for it. Like neither of us wanted to do it again because I had already done it Because we had just done it. Yeah. Drywall sucks. It's my least favorite of the construction materials. I'm going to go with that. That and cement board. Yeah. That stuff's not. I don't like any of that. So anyway, events. Yes. We have. I only did just a couple because there's so much going on with christmas time and um you can just get on facebook events and look them up yourself so south town doing their sock thing again this year um well we got approval for it last week but it's just a matter of actually getting it done because we're really busy so yeah hopefully it'll be this week but I can't guarantee that so anyways um last week I mentioned that um, Raclette Machine, Chalka Conspiracy, and We Olive um, are getting together for a wine, chocolate, and cheese event. Yummy! I know. It's $50. It's from 2 to 5. I'm not quite sure how many spaces are left, but um, today the Chocolate Conspiracy announced, I think, five bars that are just limited um Edition available at their store and I believe online. So maybe they'll have them there. Yeah, online. Um, Folk Hogan has a lot of shows coming up. Nick said that they don't, they, they've never booked December shows before. And so now they have, they have a show on the 8th at Piper Down. Um, so I wrote this one for a reason. On the 8th at the Gateway, the um, No Kill Utah is doing a mini super adoption for cats and dogs just a reminder don't give pets as a present unless <laughs> you have unless you've checked unless, yeah unless this is like pre-planned and you're ready for that responsibility but they did a huge super adoption i think it was like the day after thanksgiving two days after thanksgiving for the humane society and they adopted every single pet that was in that's cool yeah that was there which was super awesome so hopefully that will happen and it will they will all go to good Good, good homes. Um, if you want to go up to Park City and enjoy the snow that Chris was talking about that we got on the 7th, the Park Silly Holiday Bazaar, it's all weekend. How bizarre. So bizarre. How oh, I bizarre. almost forgot something How awesome. Um, at my favorite antique mall, they do a like, Christmas um, 
open house kind of thing on the 8th and all of the consigners do a certain percentage off at their booths and that's on Saturday and I'm so excited. Nice. Yes. Um, next. We're going to buy some more Christmas gifts from the winter market this weekend I think. Woo-hoo. Well specifically oh. Brie. I, I went and said goodbye to Bubble and Brown. They had a line yeah, clear bet. around the balcony. Did it, did it wrap down the staircase? Uh, I'm not sure. I just got a text from Trina from Buzz, and she was like, the line's really long, because I was at work, and I asked work if I could leave early <laughs> so I could go say goodbye. But they had already put stuff on hold for me, so that was really, really nice. nice. Um, they gave me a really, really sweet card. Um, Salt Lake is it's going to be really sad that they're not around anymore, but it was really neat to see them um, get that send-off. So... Um, anyways, I'm glad you guys are buying things at the market. Um, next week, uh, Jay Whitaker is going to be at Wise Guys on the 15th at 7 p.m. If you haven't seen one of his shows, go. Um, an old guest of ours at Beehive Cigars is doing a Christmas party on the 16th. Um, they will be featuring the Perdomo which you guys probably know way more we, about that than I do. We do, actually. Jeremy, Jeremy and I went to a Paradomo event at the Tinderbox. Yes, we did. Well, that's fantastic, because this is not the Tinderbox. No, so but the Tinderbox, by the way, is also a local business. Yeah, but he's not as nice as the owner of Beehive Cigars. Well, Beehive's no. really cool. That's true, because he, he was over here and smoked cigars in our backyard. Yeah, he did. Anyway, so it's at 12 o'clock on the 16th. They'll have a raffle. There'll be Perdomo swag. Um, it's awesome. Um, he did talk about that they do those events. That's why I got on, my humidor so. that just so happened to be completely full. <laughs> that was at the Tinderbox. Not at yes, sorry, at the Tinderbox. But at that, at that Perdomo thing we went to. Oh, that was the that was when you bought yeah. it? Huh? Jeez. I, so they, I, they had a whole, well, I don't know, like four or five of them on display. So I grabbed one, paid for it. Um, Go home. A little travel humidor, it holds five. I get home, open up, it's completely full of cigars. <laughs> Yeah. Whoops. That happens sometimes. That's like rad. they are supposed to open them and look, but maybe well, they were just giving them away. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, I I mean, maybe it was supposed to have them in it. Those know. those Perdomos that we smoked, like the, the one was okay. The, the other one, holy. Well, crap. And you could tell, like looking around at the ashtrays, like the really dark ones, like no one smoked more than like a quarter of them. They were just so brutal. I have one more event. Okay. Remember when we were in Tooele and it used to be a haunted house, but guess what? Now it's back to the community center and they are doing a Christmas boutique because they have all the cool local people that have little shops in there and uh, Sherry Sweets, right? Yes. That's yeah. your name? Yes. Um, anyways, that's, and Santa will be there and that's from 11 to 4 on the 15th if you want to head out. That's such a well. cool space. It really yeah. is. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do with it from a community center perspective. This would be awesome. Um, I, I will also say, and I, I thought maybe we had it printed last week, but we didn't. I want to do the lights thing because there's a lot of really cool oh, lights. Well, I have, I didn't want, I have in my email a couple of those things. Of those so maybe, lights, maybe so. we'll save that for next week, but I want to do it before it gets too late into the season because there's a, this is the time to to drive your car oh. fuck up the air and check out christmas lights those neighborhoods and stuff that do the lights i was talking yeah about. like the storybook neighborhood yeah. over here yeah so chocolate conspiracy has five bars one is uh oh, do they have that ginger yes to we're gonna eat it. it me and you ginger something rubios it's it's a tea it's uh, gingerbread gingerbread Roy oh yeah now Roy i can Bos. see it when i move the thing Sorry, I zoomed in on this, and, and I'm old, and so I have to hold it far away. Yeah, Roy. gingerbread balls. Gingerbread Rubios, and then Africano, Americano chai mm. with milk. 
raspberry. Which is a flavor that they're bringing back. Chipotle orange. That, that one's that's what I really want to try. And coconut that, lime. God. I'm so fucking happy they have them now. Because they've been telling us about a few of these for a while. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to get some of these in my mouth. Didn't they do one of those for like some BMW event or something? Like it was for a Rolls Royce Rolls event. Rolls Royce yeah. event. Yeah. But they only made them for them. But then word got out and people were like, oh, we want these. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, Just like that. Like, okay, Just the, like that. The, the cherry. Remember when we were there, we got to taste some the of the cherry wine one. Ju- just the, oh, we yeah. got we got to taste. They were they were in the middle of grinding uh, the cherry wine, and we got to taste the nibs before they'd added the cocoa butter or anything else. It was just the ground nibs that had been running through the grinder for like it was towards the end. They said they were going to pull them off like the next day, two three days or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that. so they'd they... been in there for like three days. You could taste that cherry from the cherry wine. It, it was unbelievable the amount of flavor that that chocolate had. So good. Oh, and their hours did change for the holidays. So instead of just Saturday, they're open Thursday through Saturday from like 12 to 6 or something like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of hard like once a week if people want to go to get all the special (laughs) stuff. Well, and like their their truffles are unbelievable. Like their chocolate bars are really good. But how perfect is their chocolate mix for this time of year? So good. I can't wait. any time of year. I I can't wait to try the new bars though. It makes me excited. I, I ate some last night, actually, from the not the new bars. No, the wild ginger. He like handed me some chocolate, and he's and I'm like, is that the ginger one? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't care. I just need it, and so I ate it. So uh, okay, so that was events. Um, I do want to talk about a couple of news stories. With fucking thirty minutes of intros talking about dead turtles and soup and, and <laughs> Christmas trees. Christmas trees are important. Um, Christmas Sorry, trees are turtles. important. It's the time of year. Um, serial killers from Japan. Um, all turtles matter. All right, we got to talk about some shit that happened this <laughs> week. So first off, it snowed, and with snow, snow a lot. With snow, the first big snow of the year, come fucking idiots on the road. Uh, I had to be at work at seven o'clock that morning. So Bree and I actually. So, so are you talking about on Sunday? On Saturday. Uh, oh yeah, on Sunday. On Sunday. It was on Sunday. Yeah. So on Sunday, I just fucking laid in bed and was like, I don't want to go shovel. I don't want to go shovel. And finally, we got up and went and shoveled. And then like it just never stopped all day. It just snowed and snowed and snowed and snowed. Um, so Sunday night, Bree's like, let's we're gonna have to shovel in the morning. So let's get up like we normally do. Let's go shovel. And let's get ready and go to work. Let's skip the gym because we're going to be out shoveling. We don't know how much it's going to take. Uh, so that's what we did. And it still took Bree like almost an hour to get to work. And and that was like at 6, she left like 6.30, 6.20? No, it wasn't quite that early. I left at like 6.40. Oh, so it only took you about 40 minutes to get to work. But still. No, I didn't get to work until s- almost 7.30. Okay, so 50 minutes. Yeah. I thought it was 7.20. No, it was it was like 7.27 or something. Oh, yeah. So almost an hour. But uh, yeah, so we, even leaving that early, it was still hellacious. In fact, it was so bad. There were... How many fucking accidents was well, it? Well, I... So I map my way to work every single day to just find the best way. And, and it's probably 90% of the time it's the same way, but... But other times it's not, and it's just around accidents and stuff. And so as I'm driving, like, it says, I'm going to get there at 7.12, then 7.13, and 7.14. And I'm just watching the minutes so click is, on as I'm driving. Like, it just keeps adding time to it because it just got so bad. So this is this is all Sunday. So 224 crashes statewide. So more than 200 crashes were reported statewide. 
and this was 70 crashes and slide-offs on I-15 in Juab County alone. <laughs> this is fucking people like, oh, it's snow. Let's just keep going. I'm, a, I'm wondering if those are like out-of-staters. Some of them. I'm sure I know. So I know a lot of them are here in Utah. But I wonder if they're out-of-staters out coming through that far out in Juab County. Don't know how to drive in snow. Well, that it's probably because it's Sunday. Everyone's coming back from going down south, and so they're just driving up fast. They just want to get home. Yeah, I mean, because that's like that's what ne- Nephi's Juab County, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're coming up from the south and just sliding off the roads. Like it was fucking crazy. But that's mind-boggling. How stupid are you? That like, every year it happens. Every year we have this big snowfall and idiots getting crashes. Like. <laughs> Two two hundred and twenty four in a day is oh plus we don't insane. talk about this much but the lake effect that we talk about during like weird times when it smells actually has an effect on our snow around that area oh yeah sure like if you live in Davis and and uh, South Weber counties you just get fucking hammered the lake effect is a real thing um, especially especially up there I guess it's a thing in part of Utah County too right coming off of Utah Lake because it is the largest freshwater body in the state but i i just every year it never fails to amaze me like we get four to six inches of snow and one snowfall in the valley and people drive like they've never fucking seen (laughs) the white stuff before so but uh roads are all clear and dry now but uh snow is going to be around for a while i think i don't think it'll go away no it's supposed to snow again in like a week or so that's good that means uh, we'll keep the air uh, relatively clean by pushing all that pollution down no into it's our not soil. good i wanted to snow after the girls get home no nah, that's fine because they'll be driving where everybody were sl- was sliding off and stuff. they both have four by fours today's high was 27 so it did not get warm enough to melt anything nope. today yeah luckily there wasn't anything that needed to melt it's so sad though driving home on on six south to see all the people camped out with tarps and stuff Ugh. yeah it is, just it is breaks tough. my this heart. Is a, this is a tough time of year for the homeless. The good news is, but it's so fucking cold, when they do the thing leading into Christmas, the, the road home stuff, if it stays this cold, it tends to bring out a lot more people donation-wise. That's true. So whenever it's like a, a you know a moderate year and it's not very cold, like people like just don't think year. about it. Yeah, they don't, they don't think about it. They don't go out. So um, so this is the, the big time of year for the road home. So uh, Also, uh, this week... Um, so there was a special legislative session held yesterday on Monday the 3rd to address Proposition 2. So if you guys remember back in the day when we were talking about Prop 2 and I said everyone needs to vote for it, and not because what is in Prop 2 will actually happen, but it will force the legislature's hand and they will have to do something. Um, that's got it. That's what happened. Um, and they, they, they basically have gutted it. Everyone kind of knew this was coming because they announced that stupid compromise. So they already had this set and, and, and ready to go prior to the vote. Uh, and it's really kind of sad. And, like, it's funny when you look at, like, KSL and the way KSL reported it. KSL, some of the wording they used was they debated for a full 90 minutes. 90 fucking minutes on a piece of legislation that's this changing in, in terms of what it means to the local government. What only 90 minutes? Citizens. Yeah, only 90 minutes instead it of... It should have been a three-day conversation. Yeah, it shouldn't have been a fucking 90 minutes straight to a vote conversation. The vote was almost straight across party lines. No Republicans deviated. One Democrat deviated. That tells you a lot about this bullshit. I So one of the things that's going to happen, Rocky Anderson, and I don't know if he's filed suit yet, but he's already said that he's going to. I hope he does. And that 
we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. He is tenacious. He will fucking go after them for everything. And he's I, awesome. And I hope it gets tied up in the courts. And I hope the state of Utah takes another big hit. I don't care. I'm a taxpayer, but I, something's got to teach these guys to stop fucking with the people's will. It is super disheartening to people. It, registered to vote, voted for the first time in their life because this issue is so important to them. And the legislature basically just told them your vote means dick. We're going to do what we want anyway. So I listened to Jim DeBacchus when he got up, once I got into the Senate. And I mean, talk about a man that has really stood up for the people. And, you know, it's unfortunate that both, you know, both of the, the bills that he put in didn't pass. But um, at the very end, he, after everybody left the Senate chambers, he did his goodbye video. And it was, it was pretty sad. But Derek Kitchen will be awesome, too. Yeah, it, it it's crazy. Basically, they've they've made it so this will end up in court um, because the the law is so difficult. So, um, so they took out one of the really big one of the really big things in terms of patients. So they originally prop two allowed anyone with an autoimmune disorder to qualify for a medical cannabis card. They took that language out. So now if you have, uh, you know, ALS, if you have multiple sclerosis, if you have other autoimmune disorders, yeah, you can't, you can't have medical cannabis because clearly the legislature knows better than, better than your doctor. They're all doctors. Didn't you know that? Yeah. They're, they're all professional doctors. Well, and they they know all about unborn children too. Well, the medical association was part of this. Yeah, well, some of the medical association, so the, the actual medical association, which is just a group of lobbyists. But the reality is it was three lobbyists that decided the way this legislation was going to be written and presented it and, and ultimately got it passed uh, in the state legislature and, and Herbert signed this shit into law. Three lobbyists, one from the LDS church. I was going to say, do they have LDS after the title? Yeah, and he was the fucking leader. The The LDS church lobbyist was basically the leader of this whole thing. Really fucking disappointing. Um, and, and I hope the removal of that condition, I really hope the removal of that wording uh, is, is what uh, will allow them to lose in court and allow the people's law to go through. Um, there's some other stuff that's, that's going to cause it to go to court. Basically, um, they, the way they restructured it, um, so... A licensed pharmacist um, uh, and pharmacies are the only place that can dispense it. But guess who can't dispense it? Pharmacists and because pharmacies? Because federally, it's illegal. And if they do, they will lose their license as a pharmacy and as a pharmacist. So what were you showing me? That's just his tree. Oh. Um, so that that's one piece that's really fucked up. Um, so... So now you can only have a capsule, a chewable or dissolvable gelatin cube, oil, liquid suspension, skin patch, uh, or basically pills. Um, uh, you you can't just go buy a brownie. You have to buy uh, some form, primarily in, in a pill form or liquid, uh, and figure out what to do with it. Um, it's supposed to be blister packed, and there's a bunch of other random shit. Um Yes, but did we talk about how Wendover is going to be has legalized? So everybody's going to Wendover, anyways. Well, so here here's the thing. Basically, um, it's going to be almost impossible to get in the state of Utah. So what's going to happen is just like with the lottery, Utahns are going to go across the border. They've been doing it already, by the way. 
to Colorado, but guess what? Not what? to Colorado. They've been going to fucking Nevada. Mesquite. Mesquite is huge. All those people down in yes, St. George. For, but for up here, it's yeah, closer for, to go, you know, an hour and 15 minutes than... That's true. It, it is a lot closer. to Colorado, that's like three hours. <laughs> Can I? But, but so here's the thing. One, where are their tax, where's their tax dollars going to go? Mm-hmm. Not to this state where they should fucking go. Two, I have, I have an autoimmune disorder... I'm not supposed to be able to have pot. So I go get it anyway, right? Okay, but let's say I have terminal cancer and I'm actually able to get this uh, legally and I use legally loosely with air quotes. I now have to either myself, because I'm the one with the card, make it an hour and a half somewhere where I can't even fucking go to work because I'm too busy puking all day or I can't fucking walk. Well, and if you... I'm a glutton for punishment, and I really like to read people's comments because I like to see both sides of the story. Yeah, I do. Brave motherfucker. I am brave. Um, But I was reading through, and it was amazing how many people felt that they were doctors online. And oh, well, my grandparents just take Tylenol for their arthritis. And (laughs) how many? By the way, Tylenol is fucking worse for you than pot. I guarantee. Right, and it should be illegal. Right, and it can kill you. So, anyways, it was just very interesting to see people having this discussion online and and just how ignorant people are. I mean, if you don't have it, how are you supposed to understand? You just don't. So what's got to change is is federally, it's got to change. There are only eight states left, eight, that don't have some form of medical or recreational marijuana on the books. Eight. So you're telling me we can't pass a federal law to at least decriminalize, if not completely fucking make marijuana legal? Well, we have our new senator Ben McAdams. Maybe he'll put he's, one forward. He's a he's a Republican oh, that's right. or a congressman. Or he's a, a congressman. <laughs> I want to read. I want to read Herbert's. Res- <laughs> I want to read Herbert's post. Oh, his tweet. His tweet, his tweet was tweet. amazing. Fuck you, Governor. I got. I want to read it. Okay, it says I just signed the Utah Medical Cannabis Act into law. Utah now has the best designed medical cannabis program in the country. Yeah, best designed to not fucking work. It's it's horrific. It almost sounds like Trump. It is so fucking shitty. I cannot believe this. But this this illustrates the bullshit backroom politics that occur in this state. I know it happens elsewhere, but the Mormon Church has such a fucking. I guess this uh, from see, but I do learn things when I read those comments. So I guess the same thing happened up in North Dakota. Sure, sure. The legislature rewrote the law. Yep. Uh, I the church shut him down in North Dakota as well. (laughs) God damn. That's my big problem, though, <laughs> is that the of the three yeah, lobbyists, their arm the one leading the charge was the LDS church lobbyist. The fact that the fucking LDS church has a lobbyist drives me fucking insane. If you can lobby Congress, you can fucking pay taxes. Where's Alex when we need him? Yeah, we need Alex. I, I don't give a fuck what religion you belong to. Churches should pay taxes. There is no reason for a church to be tax exempt, period, end of subject. I don't give a shit. I think it's the dumbest ass law to give them tax exempt status. Jesus needs a shopping mall. <laughs> Jesus has fucking stock in a lot of things. Mormon Jesus, though. Space Jesus, to be clear. White Jesus. Yes, space Jesus. Space Jesus. <laughs> oh that's a, that's what we're going to call him from pin. now on, by it's the way. It's pretty much amazing. You sent a picture of it. I saw it. It's cool. You didn't say anything. Well, you sent a bunch of pictures of pins. I'm sorry. I don't reply to everything. What pins? Didn't you see the pictures? Just email. I think she did. You email. Yep. yep. 
the pictures of uh, all the pins that we ordered for folks. That, by the way, folks, um, something else, another podcast will probably steal at some point from us. He doesn't um, know that we do it right until you say it right now. <gasps> uh, it's too late. I'm going to say it anyway. So we'll see how long it takes before uh, this starts happening. So we occasionally, we have things that, that come up on the show with guests like Space Jesus. And we think it's fun because we know someone that makes buttons. It's really buttons and, and pins. Uh, like And magnets and, and coasters. And magnets and, and bottle openers. So we have a friend that does a lot of that stuff, and so we will occasionally commission uh, certain things be made, like a Space Jesus pin for a guest that brought Space Jesus up, and we'll send it to them, and they really like it. Hopefully they like it. Haven't sent it yet. What? What message was this on? An email Uh, about a week and a half ago. I don't remember. It's probably mixed in with By the way, when we say we, we mean Jess. Yeah. Jess gets these pins made. (laughs) But uh, again... It's really cool. So that'll... That'll, you know, whatever. So, with this special session, I don't think we can miss uh, two other things that happened. So, there were two other pieces of legislation that came up. Uh, one was to approve another $235 million for prison uh, construction. Um, this is what I don't understand. They're going to meet in fucking January. Why did they have to do the prison the prison bill now? I, I don't understand to make it why they so shoveled that, that shit in. So that it wasn't just cannabis. They couldn't just call it for the cannabis. They had to throw something else yeah. in there. The, the, one that, the one that they really needed to do, though, was the driver's license changes. So we're, we're basically taking a huge hit every month that we don't do this. Um, you're all going to get new licenses in the next year? By 2020, I think, is when yeah. they want to have everybody done. Yeah, so sometime in the next year, everyone's going to get a new license. They'll have a basically the same exact license with a gold star and a spot on it. But they, but for it's purposeful. It is. It is. It's a it's a national requirement yeah. uh, for IDs that Utah decided to ignore, <laughs> basically. And it's cost the taxpayers over half a million dollars at this point, and about another eighty thousand dollars a month that the state waits to change that. And my understanding is that people actually have a difficult time traveling because of this on yeah. occasion. So so by the year, so we've been granted an extension by the federal government. That's part of where this extra cost comes from is is the fines we're paying. But essentially, when you try to travel with just a Utah state ID and you're in a place like New York trying to fly back to Utah they may not honor it they may not honor your ID because it doesn't meet federal guidelines for state issued ID go Utah I haven't had any I didn't have any problems in like going well, to New Orleans but I could def- but I did read that people will have so we're supposed to be grandfathered like they're supposed to give us another year but they will absolutely stop accepting Utah IDs at some point so what? It's got a designation on it. it there's it's there's a like a there's like star. a little gold star that has to be on the ID somewhere. It's just a, a federal requirement, kind of like the way they hide shit and money to oh, prove that it's a valid ID. Did it's you a, see that hundred dollar bill? That post yeah. that the, the, down the, in Saint George. What the fuck is Saint George wants to remind you that if there's Chinese writing on your hundred dollar bill, it's don't fake. accept it. Like what the who the f- clearly they're talking to the the older generation. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and take that $100 bill from some random dude. Um, <laughs> Joe Joe Biden's coming to Utah. Tickets go on sale on Friday. Yeah, they're going to sell out pretty much instantly. My guess is it'll mostly be university kids that get to go because it's I free. I want to go. Good luck. Thanks. I'd love to go too, but good luck. Um, I'd like to go see Uncle Joe. Um, if I, Uncle if, Joe. If I get a ticket, will you go? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. What, when, what day is he speaking? Next Wednesday. Wednesdays are ooh, not next Wednesday. I think it's next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday is one of my big meeting days. I can't. It's miss not it. my big December thirteenth. Perfect. Yeah, that's next Wednesday. 
then Bree can go with me. You guys can go together. Uh, okay, one last thing, and then we'll get into the best of stuff. Um, it's just a follow-up. So we talked about the Mormon Discussions guy, Bill Reed, um, and uh, how he was under uh, disciplinary action. Well, he's officially been excommunicated. I was going to say, you mean the former member? Yeah, so Bill Reed, if Bill you remember, Reed. he's the guy that does the Mormon Discussions podcast that basically challenges the bullshit of the Mormon church. Uh, he's a, a believing, now excommunicated member, um, but he didn't want to just sit back and, and let the church run, you know. Did we mention what led up to this disciplinary committee yeah. last time? Yeah, it's okay. the same thing that got the guy excommunicated for the hunger strike in front of the temple. Uh, it was inappropriate questioning of bishops and uh, young adults. Well, it actually was a very specific episode that he did in October on Elder Holland that was called Elder Holland, Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire, and he accused Jeffrey Holland of lying, and that is uh, what led the church to notice his podcast. Yeah, uh, they're not allowed to say anything against the leaders. Five absolutely demonstrable lies told by Holland uh, is what the podcast says. Um, yeah. So, good job, Mormon Church. Way to silence anyone that speaks out against your bullshit. Well, they didn't silence him. No, no, they just excommunicated him. Because they can't him. silence him. Yeah, well, I mean, this is, it is crazy. I don't remember, I've, I've been around the Mormon church for a long time, since the late 80s. I've, I've had them predominantly in my life because of, of where I've lived and grown up. 70% or so of the population in my hometown was, was LDS. And I don't remember a time in, in, in my lifetime where we've had this many excommunications happening so publicly. Do you guys? No. Not since the 70s. There was a... My mom was excommunicated. So was my dad. Does that... So, I mean, does, does the excommunication, the number of public excommunications, because I'm sure it happens, right? But but these are all about people speaking out against the church, but I, I don't even see them speaking out against the church. They're they're isolating individual incidents that, that need attention. This would be like the Catholic church excommunicating people bitching that they fuck little boys. Right? We don't really excommunicate very many people. No, because it's not fucking Christian to do it. Like, it's not Christian to excommunicate someone from a church, to, to be like, well, no, right? You, you, don't, you can't be part of our, our organization anymore. Like, even my priest that decided not to be a priest anymore is still Catholic. Yeah, he's still he's Catholic. He still believes in the faith. He just had a hard time married. being a priest. Well, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it doesn't help you uh, from a reputation standpoint to publicly shun someone who's speaking out about an injustice. And that's what's going on. It's it's them saying these things that are happening are inappropriate. I feel like they made it worse. Like they pointed, they they made it more they make visible new stories to more out people. Of it. Absolutely Just they like do. Kate Kelly, though, same. Yeah. Now, in, in, in all fairness for the Mormon church, you know, they have certain news organizations in their back pocket who don't run stories on this. And so those stories like said, aren't as though, prevalent. If they hadn't done this, I wouldn't know about it, would you? No. No, I don't. we don't listen to Mormon podcasts. No. So there's so, four people that know about something at least. And I will. Four people in this room that wouldn't have known otherwise. I will say good on him. Uh, keep and up. Q, the work. By the way, Q Salt Lake is the one that ran the story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I will say to him, keep up the good work. Uh, hopefully this doesn't destroy uh, everything in your life. 
Um, but hopefully you'll you'll figure out that the Mormon Church isn't the true church, um, and that uh, there's there's more things in life than to to following uh, a herd of sheep. So that's my opinion. That. <laughs> I don't know that everyone at this table shares it, but we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're going to talk about the best of Utah. Now that we've spent 20 minutes talking about the bullshit of Utah. <laughs> uh, so every year, City Weekly does the best of Utah. We, we usually will tell you to vote when the voting's out. Um, and then it takes a long time once the voting comes out to... It's about a uh, month in between. To compile everything. And that's because they're, they, they, they take a lot of time to go out to these businesses that, that people vote um, and, and actually write a story, write a blurb. Um, most of them are, are fairly short. There are some that are a little bit more in-depth. But they go out to find out why are people voting for these these guys? What is it about these places that, that people like? And in addition to that, the staff also has picks. So bef- before you go into that, I just want to read part of Enrique's letter. Um, he is the editor. He's the one that chose us as his uh, best best of. Um, he said that more than 10,000 readers uh, cast a record 144, 873,000 votes. And these folks are all right in. Yeah. Not a single vote is multiple choice. They don't offer suggestions. It's all right in. Yes. So these are all places people have gone and people like and people have decided. Well, they to give take you the, the category and then yeah. you write it in. Yeah. yeah. So they'll say yeah. best restaurant and you'll write in. Best your vegan restaurant. restaurant. He Enrique said that there was a reader on the. Uh, best vegan restaurant that wrote F if I know. <laughs> so I usually leave mine blank if I don't have one. But maybe <laughs> I should start writing funny things. So um, speaking of Mormons, um, mm. the very first. Ryan McKnight? Uh, no, no, no. no. Oh. Uh, the very, very first thing. Um, Terrence Mannery uh, had the best fight or flight LGBTQ ally. And we talked about this story. How is it speaking of Mormons? <clears throat> that doesn't... <laughs> Well, speaking of, of Mormons hating things. Well, they um, may not have been Mormon. I don't know. There was another one in here I actually Next page. talked about. Yeah, Ryan McKnight, but whatever. We'll talk about this guy because I think he's he's pretty fucking amazing. And he's just an average dude. Uh, that, His shirt says pow. He's an average dude that stood up for some people. Um, and uh, you read, the, read the quick blurb on him. Basically, what happened was... Um, there were some some tensions at the Pride Festival. Some people walking, uh, and some some gay people walking. Some douchebags started harassing them, started to attack them, and and Ryan stepped in. Terrence, uh, Terrence. Terrence. God damn it, Jeremy, motherfucker! <laughs> Threw out the other guy's name, and now, so Terrence stepped in. Terrence actually brought them into the store he was working in and locked the douchebags out um, while the police arrived. Um, I think the best thing about him is he's like, I just expected to go about my normal life. And now, like, everybody's... Yeah, he's like, I just expected the next day to be normal. I was just doing what I would expect any rational, sane human to do. Um, And that's why why he is fucking awesome. And now we'll talk about Ryan, uh, Jeremy. (laughs) And Ethan. And Ethan Dodge. Ryan McKnight and Ethan Dodge, uh, they are the best transparency crusaders. So these guys are the guys that started the Mormon Mormon Leaks site. Um, and they continue. It's interesting because they, the way they, they write in here, they don't, they don't put everything out. They don't just dump. No, they vet they everything. They vet everything. They make sure the stuff that they're putting out there has a point. Yeah. Well, or, and it's not 
just garbage. They, yeah. they, yeah. So they don't just put out like a list of names that have been baptized uh, in the last six months, you know, that kind of thing. That's not their thing. Well, I so I was looking at this today, and I was just thinking with with everything so crazy as it is, I, more so these days, knowledge is power, and these guys are trying to to be a font of knowledge instead of just regurgitating whatever. Right. It, or just vent, for, they're not just venting, they're putting facts out. Right. And so it, it's hard to find um, a source like that these days that, that consistently is looking at their facts, making sure that they're only reporting what's true. So it's kind of nice. Um, and they've expanded it. So that's why they changed it for Mormon leaks because um, they're actually doing it for all religions now. They're they're exposing that, and they things. can't call it Mormon leaks anymore, right? I don't know. It's not the. It's not just the church leaks. <laughs> That'd be funny. The tra- transparency the church leaks. <laughs> transparency Foundation and it's Faith Leaks now, right? I think is the name of the site. I don't know. Um, okay, I'm going to point this out. Uh, he's not the best Utah. But he oh, is I the best him. Utah poster child. Now let me Donovan Mitchell. Let me preface this by saying I think basketball is fucking dumb. I hate basketball. Yeah, but if I know who a basketball player is, then that means they did something special. This guy, this guy outshines John Stockton and Carl Malone in the hearts of Utahns. And I think that uh, as long as he stays, um, Utahns are going to embrace this guy and. He'll have a car dealership before too long. Dude, he's fucking unbelievable. So this guy was rookie of the year, right, I think. Um, but Donovan Mitchell, we've talked about him a couple times on the show. So, like, for instance, this last summer, it was the middle of July. Basketball's not not going on. He just sent July 4th. He sends out a fucking text. Uh, where the Where's the July 4th barbecue at? Maybe I'll show up. Fucking shows up at some random person's July 4th barbecue and is hanging out with them uh, out in the pool like, like playing in the pool with them. That's well, awesome. And we talk about how Kearns is one of the the lowest ranked schools in the state. Yeah, he did a backpacks for guns it's program. Three hundred? No, he did not. <laughs> but three hundred students were singled out for academic um, progress, and him and his mom went and handed out backpacks to the students and gave them headphones and autographed shoes and took selfies and basically just said, I've been where you are. I don't want, I didn't want to go to school either, but it opens doors. Look at the doors that it's open for me. I'm going to come back. I'm going to check on your progress. I'm going to keep track of you. I'm going to, you know, basically be your cheerleader. Dude is fucking awesome. And he's just a young guy. Like he's not, it's not like he's this old wizened guy. He's just a good person. He, he's just given back because he's made, he's made it good. And, uh, he's, it's just a genuinely good human being from, from all that I can tell. So he is the best Utah poster child. And honestly, he should probably get the title of best Utah because he's pretty fucking cool. I, I'm going to say this about the issue before we continue. I'm going to let you guys kind of start to take over. Um, one of the things I like about this issue. <laughs> so it is a what? You don't think I can let you take over? No. Is that what's going on? Um, so one of the things I like about this issue, it is a giant book instead of a regular paper. It's like a fucking giant And they've only magazine. been doing that for the last couple of years. It used to be like actual part of their yeah. other. You have to open it up and it was like a paper. Um, but the number of ads that are in this. Is quite hefty because it is a big issue. It takes a lot to put it out, but they're all they're relevant. Utah and they're, awesome. and they're all relevant. Uh, and it's it's cool because I'm flipping through it and I'm like, hey, I bet I'd like that place. And it's just a fucking ad for some local place. Like, 
I'm like, oh, I think I would like to go there. And so just, just one of those things that uh, I, I noticed as I was going through it, like, what a, what a great, what a great place. I'm going to let you guys go. Let's see if you can do it without my leadership. <laughs> okay, so I'm choosing the best activist because um, we're still trying to get Sahida to hear on our show. Oh, yeah, that's she, right. She was supposed to be on the she show. Is, she's a busy gal. She is a 17-year-old yeah, student. I was going to say, and she's 17. She, yeah, she's a 17-year-old student who kind of made, not kind of, she did make headlines at the March for Our Lives rally um, because she wrote this amazing poem and she read it and it, I mean, she... We know a lot. We've had a lot of activists on this show, but to have this 17-year-old is what our future is going to be, and she is just phenomenal. Um, I'll put it out there right now. She's also has a GoFundMe campaign because she's trying to get to an out-of-state debate, um, so you can find her. I'll link to her on our um, Facebook, and you can donate money to her. She's amazing, and I hope that we get her on our show. On that same page is the the March for Our Lives for Salt Lake City, which I thought was cool that came here. Um, we had a little fear issue, and Larry H. Miller backed out, but we had um, the Mountain America um, venue step up and host it. Uh, later on in this issue, they talk about, they give the, an award to the um, the gun guy, the gun exchange guy oh, the fucking idiots that was that's sure. been stalking them with like a big giant gun on his car um they're the best bonehead group standing up for their second amendment rights. yes and so i mean there's a that's one thing that's kind of cool about it is is you can kind of see how things are tied together through this magazine too um there's a lot of stuff going on in utah and Chris, I find are you leading this because you didn't read it what no, I read it. I just didn't take. I'm so you, you guys have to understand, right? So I reminded everyone that they needed to to have prepared stuff to talk about based off the staff picks for this week because we were do we knew we were doing this, it, and I've read it and I thought I was prepared and Bree's like I'm super prepared and then she comes home and she has her city weekly and it is covered in tabs so then he's giving me shit and I look and, over and, and Jess's city weekly is also we should take pictures yeah, of they, her tabs her city weekly is also covered in I did, tabs I posted one and Bree's got a notepad tabs? full of notes um, this by the way this is probably the most prepared Either of them, well, maybe not Jess, but definitely Brie ever comes for a I show. I told you what happened today. My boss was not <laughs> supposed to be gone for I prepare for the whole show. I, I, that's what he said. Well, maybe not Jess, but Brie. So Je Jess and I always read all the notes, with the exception of me not reading notes that Jess puts in at five right before she prints. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or four or whatever time she does it. Like, never felt she's like, hey, are you done with it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm still in there. And then she comes and there's new stuff on there that she's put on there just to, to catch me off guard. But anyway, so they're really, you guys are really prepared, and that's why I want to just let you go because, you know. Oh, but I was going to say also the City Weekly. The cool thing about this issue is um, they. This is like the fifteenth cool thing I've said. Um, but they do stuff like the best dipshit gun group, right? Because it is it is not just the most amazing stuff, but they do have to put some of the other crap just like we do in our show. We got to talk about the dumb fucking legislature. Uh, and there's also a lot of uh, prop two stuff in this issue. Um, like I like the what, what page is it with the green it jello one, stuff? It was one where it was just before. So it was it was a pick for um, 
best comedians was and our right readers. Below, and right below it, it has all of the local readers mm-hmm. that have like pot related. The green well, crack. They, yeah, they, 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 well, and they submitted a lot of names for um, uh, Utah pot because you know how pot like kind of gets its own name once you get into dispensaries. So uh, anyway, they do a lot of fun stuff like that. Sorry, continue you, you folks. One of their things was best pet detective. So I didn't. Oh yeah, I read that one. That's I cool. I didn't realize this that sometimes your pet's microchip can come out. And said so it's a thing. Yeah, and so these people they try instead of just taking them right to the pound, they kind of look around the neighborhood where they were found. They look to in backyards. They look to they see if doors. And who gates is, are open. Who is they? Um, Salt Lake County Animal Services. Like it's just some people in the animal that work for Salt Lake County Animal Services. Instead of just hauling your dog off, they they try to find out where it lives. That's cool. Yeah, they try and contact you. They try and they try and reach you. Like they, you know how usually like when we had to look for Leah a couple of times, or you know we're driving around, we're calling her name. Like they kind of go around and see if they can see anybody like looking for their dog. Anyway, so they try and unite them before they just put them in the pound um, when they're chipless, whether they just didn't have a chip or whether their chip came out. I did like the best failed Australian import. The I great liked that one well. Right well. We talked about it. <laughs> it's funny because we talked it. about it. Yeah. It was like that day that we talked about it that this issue came out and I was like, that's so that's funny. That's fucking awesome. I still cannot believe that that's a real story, that that's a real thing. It's that real. some dude, some Australian brought whales and stuck them in the Great Salt Lake. That must have been insanely expensive. That's probably why it smells out there. The, the dying the dead whales. carcasses, the rotting whale carcasses. Because the, the, the lake, we, we talked about the Great Salt Lake a few weeks ago. It's only 30 feet deep at its deepest. It is not a deep body of water. It's huge, but it's relatively shallow, and you can't get to the bottom anyway because it's so salty. So, like, what, what do the whales do? Like, whales are fucking humongous creatures. They're like real beach They whales. probably well, they clearly they let died. them go and nobody ever saw them again. Yeah, they clearly died. But well, it's a little saltier than the ocean. <laughs> well, it's not like they drink the water. I mean, they, well, I know, but they still have to filter it out. I guess stuff. they do actually have to drink the water. Yeah, they still, they but still I mean, drink. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. Um, I I want to talk about a couple others. So social axe throwing. Um, oh yeah, man, that place is fucking fun. If you've not gone we'll get to there. one, we will be interviewing them. It is a lot of fun, and if you've not been to one of the axe throwing places, social axe throwing was great. We need to go okay. there as a podcast with the recorder and like record that, things. That's what Jess just said. We're don't worry. No, go. she said we're going to interview her, but they she didn't a, necessarily say not her. We're going to interview them. Well, they have oh, no. a two beer limit, though. We are going to go there. I still don't think you should be able to drink (laughs) Drink and throw axes. But whatever. Whatever. I don't think it's like bowling like this. I don't know if that's a thing outside of Utah, but it's certainly a thing here in Utah now. It's growing in popularity. They have a lot of imitators. I'd have to imagine they have it other places, but it is pretty damn cool. It's fun. It's like it's like bowling, but more exciting because you can kill someone. I really want Sean to build the build one by the side of his house like he said he was going to. He probably already has. Um there were a few hikes that were listed here that I thought would be interesting. Um, you guys should do Jack's Mountain. I, yeah, I read I that one. Wait, that? you skipped past something, and I don't want to have to go back to I, it. I but. did skip past a lot of things. All right, yeah. what is it? What is it? Well, no, they just they they posted in here about the Mia Love Ben McAdams campaign. 
And they're talking about how they hadn't been tallied at press time. But yeah. it's the best political brawl. Yeah. It was a, note of those. It uh-huh. was a hell of a debate or a hell of a It fight. says, if McAdams wins, the Democrats gain another seat in the U.S. House of Representatives, adding to the potential blue wave that would give the minority property party a much needed boost of political power. If Love wins, her Republican star continues to rise for two more years until she does the same dance in 2020 when both she and Trump would be up for re-election. Yeah, well, I don't know what she's going to do now, so we'll we'll see. Hopefully, she'll just fade off, at Walmart. fade off into the sunset and never to be heard from again because she was the most ungracious fucking loser yeah. I've ever seen. She was horrible. That's, that concession speech was terrible. This same page had the, the Utah Gun Exchange guy. Um, What's his name? Douche McRue. Brian Melquire. Yeah. Melquire, whatever. Dickbag McDickface. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I want to I want to go on that Jack's Mountain hike. And right below yeah. that is something that we have, I don't think we really touched a lot of base on, is our hot springs. I didn't know about Crystal yeah, Hot Springs. You haven't? And I saw that oh. picture on, of Crystal Hot Springs, and I'm like, yeah. I would fucking love to go to this place. So those are away. north, and then there are some that are like an hour south of Springville that we kind of have talked about before, but... Honeyville. Yeah, um, Crystal Hot Springs in Honeyville, huh? Crystal Hot Springs is about an hour oh. away. No, it's like right on the border of Utah and Idaho. Oh, so an hour and a half, yeah. hour and 45 minutes. It's where the Honeyville flower comes from. Well, I go to the Lava Hot Springs up in Idaho. Oh, yeah, it's much closer the to lava. lava. Yeah, Lava. lava. lava they call it Lava. My, my uncle's family used to own yeah. Lava, by Bed the way. bugs up there. The so whole of Lava? The, the little resort thing. I don't want to I don't want to be the one to break it to you, but there's bed bugs in Salt the Lake, The haunted too. one? Yes. Yeah, I guess. The, the whole little... All I know is the hotels yeah. there with the hot springs down in the basement of the hotels are fucking creepy. Well, and you can go to the one up at the crater, too, up at Midway. That's a hot spring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not as hot as some of these, no. though. But they... And the, the one at Midway, they That'd do the really like, cool be like, was that diamond. Dante's Peak where they, like, burned to death in the hot spring because <laughs> the volcano started? Uh, that, that's Yellowstone where people jump in and die from the no, acid? it's the beginning of Dante's Peak. The movie. Yeah. But that Jack's Mountain, his parents took his ashes up there and spread them and, and wrote a journal and invited people to write notes to him. And so... There's mailboxes up yeah, there. Yeah, you can go you, write a note. Uh-huh. And read that. you can read the journals and stuff, but apparently it's a pretty, pretty nasty. steep hike. You should make that your goal for next year. No. No. Temp. It's Tim, not Tippinogus. Uh, honestly... i hike to the summit. We're going to try to be at a point, because we're going to hike a glacier in Alaska in the summer next year. Like, that's something we're, we're doing. One way and it's going to be cold, and I'm going to be uncomfortable, so I need to know that I can do it. So we're going to be doing... We're so then get technically, you should hike Temp now. Right now. To get yeah. practice. Uh, no. I don't think it's that fucking cold in August. They have, they have those construction clothes. But like, Temp, temp in, in June, maybe, is close? Because there's still no. snow up there. I have, my, I have my DI snow pants. We went to the DI. We were taking a run to the DI, and we went inside to look for... By elephants, see if there's anything crazy there. And some sporting goods company, I'm sure, had only small and medium, like, youth pants Thousand left. And so I went and tried on the mediums, and they fit. And I've been using them to shovel the... They're really warm. Sweet. They're all soft on the inside. So if I, if I jump to Golden Spike, is that jumping to... Yes, that's okay. too far. I'll wait. Just, just go, because they got to say something before that. What? Keep going. Well, we are. So, they have best theater you can't believe is in, in a Provo shopping mall. I can't believe that it's in Provo, period. It's an other theater company, but they do, it's just a 49-seat theater. 
And they do, um, let's see, they debuted with productions of How I Learned to Drive, which touches on pedophilia and incest, and Next Fall, about a gay couple grappling with constraints of Christianity. And then they did um, a, a take on Angels in America, and it's heavy Mormon themes. And then, what was that? Holy crap. Chris got up and scared the crap out of me. Um, but they're doing all sorts of stuff. So they're going to try and do Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Um, and let's see, something called Perfect Arrangement. But it's all happening in a Provo mall, which is really weird to me. Like, not only that it's happening in a mall, but that that's happening in Provo of all places. Don't speak too loudly. They'll shut them down. <laughs> they might. Also in the performing is Best Performance Test Kitchen, which is our friends oh, yeah. at the Great Salt Lake Fringe. I totally, I totally flagged that one too, Jess. That was my next flag too. Nice. I know. I was trying not to flag all the people that we love. I flagged everybody that really we loved. Not to. <laughs> I was like, oh, we've talked about these people. So yeah, the, they they did um, Best Performance Test Kitchen for the Fringe Festival for the kids that go and they learn how to put on performances and put on their own performances. Hey, now you pa- you pa- you passed my golden spike. Which Nina talked about we did. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. Now, so so I <laughs> now we, now you can. It, go it, it is amazing I'm how sorry. many of our guests are in here. Or this this what this is what happens Clearly when you we let, have good taste when you let Jess and I run the show. Okay, so we just run a rich. That's right. That's right. We're back on slide of golden spike because only because we talk about it, laugh about it, make fun of it all the time. But they did say something that I didn't realize that um, both crews passed each other by two hundred and fifty miles. So they didn't meet up properly? No, no, not really. All to collect more government-subsidized bonds. Yep. They so faked it? They faked They faked it. the railroad? See, back then, back then when they were working the government over, they did extra work so they could get more money. Uh, nowadays, they just charge $20,000 for a goddamn bolt. Yeah. Yeah, but they said it's a fascinating, cringeworthy tell. Kind of like everything in American history. Yeah, if you, I mean, okay. Look, we, so we talk about promontory point and, and Golden Spike and how and they met in the middle of the United States in Kay. Utah. But, but if you want to know some some really fucked up history of the United States, so we we think about like, you know, how bad the Civil War was and how fucked up we were with Native Americans. Go look at how the railroad was built. It was on the back of immigrants that died working. A lot of Chinese, Chinese laborers people. just straight up worked and they were worked to death. Well, like the Hoover Dam, them. we found out that all of those workers, they they reported a very low mortality rate because if you didn't actually die on site, on site they would throw you in the back of a truck and drive you off and then so they that, didn't count it as a damn death. Yeah, so that little that there are death. there are bodies buried in that dam, and oh, that, sure. so that little town just outside probably has the highest mortality rate in the history of yeah the United States because they yeah. just take them over there to die. Yeah, that's exactly much. how they did it. That's exactly. And then how. they they didn't report it as because they don't have helicopters or anything. These fuckers were right. like dangling from cliffs with thousands of pounds of explosives and ro- just like regular ropes, yeah. not anything special, not these special synthetic, you know, braided. It's just it's like a cr- crazy shit to build rope. that dam. It's fucking insane how big that thing is. I just didn't realize that they they gone off track to over 250 miles. Just I didn't know money. that either. That's, that's cool. like down to Cedar City from here. Yeah. Whoops. So, so best news and brews and views. Uh, I don't know why they, they, they made up that long topic, but uh, Brewies in Ogden. Can. So Brewies in Ogden. So we have Brewies in Salt Lake. We um, saw the one last week when we were up Brew- in Ogden. Yeah, that is. It. We drove past it. We so, didn't stop it. It looks cool. So I, the, the space, if you've been to the Brewies in Salt Lake, 
it's a cool experience because it's the only thing like it in Salt Lake. But it's an old shitty theater with sticky floors and a and a counter and a couch that you should never <laughs> go near. Um, they don't they don't allow black lights in Ruby's. Um, but anyway, you wouldn't want to use a black light. Yeah, but the one in in Ogden, in they have theater. I think four theaters, uh, and they're amazing. They're they're like luxury recliner type seats with with like tables that spin in front of you. Um, they have a nice full kitchen. Um, I've not been in it since since Boobies took it over. I was in it with three of the previous owners, um, and I can tell you the space is fucking amazing. So I hope they do really well up there uh, in Ogden. So. Next. We don't want to skip too far ahead. It looks like everyone's on the same page. Are we page. on the ice cream page Literally. Now? I don't know. I don't know. the ice cream page. Uh, Are we uh, talking about the ice cream? <laughs> no, well, I'm going to talk about Tanner. I think we should talk about cream. all of it okay. because the first one is just kind of interesting if you know anything about the the spinning ice cream cone sign in Sugar House. For Snell Grove that doesn't exist anymore? It yeah. stopped it for stopped a while. Spinning. And they, they fixed it and got it going again, but I just thought it was cute because... They call it the best sugar house mystery. But the other two that are on this page are actually kind of related. Because the sign mocking is about the... the this is not, this a, bar. Is not a bar. This is a restaurant. This is a restaurant, not a bar. That's and the then, best fuck you to the legislature. Yeah. They printed F you, but they should have went all the way. And then the next one is the one that just... So I'll let Jess talk about this one, but it's just these three on this page. And the next one is what they did with those signs. It is the best not yet realized art project, which has been presented. And it's by Tanner Leonard, which we have had on our show. She is the Utah liquor lawyer uh, and Adam Bateman. And they basically asked everybody to turn in those signs once the legislature decided that we didn't need them anymore um, and created an art project out of them. So I, I did like the part where they said that they need to have a sign that says, this establishment is licensed as a place of worship, not a policy-making yep. think tank. Yep. I hope that made it into their art project, because that would be cool. I think that, that they just meant that all the Mormon churches in the state need to have that sign. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, hey, can I talk about the ice cream again for a second? Because this write-up is super funny. It yeah. is super funny. And the, the editor that wrote this particular one wrote... Uh, last spring, disaster struck. The neighborhood icon stopped spinning. Who or what was behind the dastardly deed? Was it ISIS? Climate change? The diabetes lobby? Turns out it was just some faulty old equipment. But they, apparently they had to like rebuild it because it's so old. It's not like they can just order a replacement part. I have a big arrow on this one. Oh, the best penis envy, you guys. Oh, we I was going to say, we have to that. talk about that because he, he brought it up in his article about us. I know, I know. Um, so it is the acclaimed work of the Utah-based multidisciplinary artist and exper experiential designer, Gary Vlasic. Um, also, he's, he's practically... I like the straight-up plagiarism coming out here. I know. Practically the Picasso of penises. That's pretty much amazing. <laughs> this is. I think he wrote it to be a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Anyways... Isn't that called alliteration? Uh, anyways, so <laughs> he ha his permanent installation is on is on Market Street. Um, you can go check it out. Um, it's basically a dick. Yeah. It's an illuminated dick. So if you're going to get some sushi or uh, uh, eat some oysters, you can see a dick. Right? I haven't seen it. I didn't know it that was That is there. alliteration, by the way. I just had to confirm it myself. <laughs> so I'm curious, where is this, where is this mural, the, the Atlas mural at? Because it doesn't say. 
So the best large-scale mural that honors hard work, a conservative icon in Shark Week, <laughs> because it's like Atlas Shrugged from Ayn Rand, and then like a ocean with sharks underneath it. Um, but I don't know where this mural's at. Is this yeah, I don't the, recognize that building. Is that is that on the uh, the aquarium? Definitely no. no, but that would be rad. Like where is that at? Because that's a beautiful mural. That's downtown. Where I'll find out. I don't recognize that building. Um, it looks like the parking garage. Yeah, next I was to say, it. it looks like it's part of a parking garage. Or, next or it's one. next to a parking garage. But uh, I, I will say this while we're talking about this mural. Fuck you assholes that dicked up all the murals in Salt Lake and South Salt Lake. I saw all the, the hard fucking work. And I know they're cleaning them up and the artists are already trying to work out, you know, fixing them. But really, motherfuckers, why are you going to go tag something beautiful, some beautiful public artwork like that? Why are you going to go write your fucking name on it or draw a smiley face? Jackass. Well, that's not what they did. They actually drew crap. Like dancing pizza and some other yeah. stupid shit. Yeah, junk. they drew stupid shit, like crappy, cheap, spray paint caricature crap. Oh, I'm so frustrated still. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It's fucking annoying. It's just how... Yeah, we can tell, babe. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, that artist is the one that did the strip club mural that he had to change. Do you remember we talked oh. about that story? A, long, a while ago. I think it was earlier this year. Just in case you wanted to know. But we like the penis and story. Do I need to keep driving us because everyone slowed no, down there? No, so I... Sorry, I was looking up where his mural was, but he has a couple murals. So um, I put a mark on the best last uh, uh, vestiges of the 2002 Winter Olympics because I have the rabbit stuffed animal. And these... But you don't have the other two. Nobody the other bought thing, them for me. Bark? Um, it's a bear... And yeah. a fox and, and a, a bunny. Rabbit. Oh, it's a fox, not an aardvark. What did the Why would it be an aardvark? That's like the shark song. That is not what a fox says. What the fox say? The cow goes moo. He can sing all that. Anyway, foxes not do that. By the way, I still love that song, even even though it's annoying as shit. I like the shark song. So we're good. Anyways, I just thought it was really cool because I still have one. And hopefully, do you think if we get the Olympics again that we'll have new mascots? Or do you think... I think they should reuse them. I think they could repurpose them for sure. I think mascots are stupid. You're You're stupid. stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, Jeremy. Jeremy, Salt Salt City Unified Slam Poetry at the National Poetry Slam. I did see that. It was featured here. So Utah-based slam poets have visited national competitions before. Make sure you guys are saying the category, too. Best, oh, yeah. poetry, Best performance. poetry performance. I do not understand why Jeremy did not win this for his architectural slam poetry. Maybe he should have made an effort to but enter. It's a, it's That's actually a, a team. So it's a five person. It's the Salt City Unified team. So Jesse Parent, uh, Jose Soto, Tanisha Nicole, Dorothy McGinnis, and R.J. Walker took the 2018 National Poetry Slam in Chicago by storm in August. Dazzling attendees with a concept bout in which everyone created original works around the general theme of the Wizard of Oz. So that's not architecture. That is... You could have added it. You could have fucking... Look, look, look at all the amazing architecture in the Wizard of Oz. The Emerald City. 
the witch's house or castle or whatever the, the fuck it was. House. Look at look at fucking Munchkinland where she landed. <laughs> look at all the architecture there for built well, for two. That foot, house is crazy. People. Like it survived a tornado and managed to crush the rich and still look like a house. Yeah, and that's just a shitty little like four hundred dollar trailer. Can't no, it was a Kansas City house. Yeah, basically a trailer. trailer. Have Wasn't you ever a been trailer? To, it was a house. You ever been to Kansas City? <sighs> Have you ever seen the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, it was it's a, a house. It was a double wide. It was not. It was a house. <laughs> It was a wooden house. <laughs> it was someone's backyard shed, okay? No. Did you see the images from inside it? It had two bedrooms, and they shared a bathroom in the living room area. That's embarrassing. They had to pee outside. It was just a tub with hot water. You're disgusting. Like that you boiled and poured in on a pit with the pitcher. Whatever. <laughs> Whatevs. But yeah, you're right. That that trailer park did that trailer did survive. It wasn't a trailer. <laughs> so I flagged the best. WTF impulse buy because Deloy Hansen purchased a coin oh for two point six four million dollars. You know, he's a coin collector. When I when I see shit like that, like I know what he spends on players. The Major League Soccer Players Association puts out their salaries every year, and so we see what he spends on some of the big name players. And, and admittedly, he's had a couple flops in the last year. Um, but then he fucking buys a coin for two point six million dollars, and you're like. The, this guy just has money. Like this is the kind of guy that probably is like, ah, oh, shit, I can't find newspaper to start the fire. Let me grab a fucking bill out of my wallet. You know, I for how shrewd of a businessman he is, because I, 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 hey, I, everybody has their it's his collection. He it's collects coins. Two point six million dollars for a fucking coin. Listen, it's like my whiskey. Someday he's gonna flip that, and he'll get five point. He didn't buy it to flip it. He bought it to keep it. Well, maybe, maybe he sits there and flips it all damn day. Maybe he's going to use it to flip to start I the game. I guarantee you if he spent... They don't start soccer if games he with spent a coin. Maybe you will. Oh, wait, yes, do. they do. If he spent <laughs> $2.6 million on a coin, I guarantee you he's not actually ever touching that with his hands. Well, it's, it's in he a could fucking have acrylic it in a, case. He could have it in something and just sit and flip it. You don't know. Uh, just opposite that, though, is... is uh, Best WTF hypocritical argument. Senator Orrin Hatch during the Supreme Court confirmation process where he said, unfortunately, we don't live in a rational world, at least when it comes to the Supreme Court. Asked what would help the unfortunate politicization of the confirmation process and Hatch said, more Republicans, because we've always been very fair to their side. If you listen close enough, you can hear Merrick Garland groan from Washington. <laughs> that's, I think that's the biggest thing that I've noticed. And it's not that Democrats don't do this at all. But I feel like the Republicans have just become such hypocrites. Like, you know, the Hillary email thing. And then Ivanka has emails and it's like, well, it's not the same thing. Well, don't you think you'd be extra super careful after the Hillary thing if you were the people afterwards about your emails? It's not like she didn't know. Anyway, they're just hypocritical so, idiots. Uh, right, right in that same. There's actually right a couple more on that same page. So the best gender equality development is the Utah Royals FC, uh, which is a, a professional women's soccer team. Which is Deloitte uh, Hanson. It's funny how they start this though. The Utah is the second most sexist state in the U.S. Research discovered this year. That sounds extreme. Extreme, and if that makes you upset, then go to Sandy and check out these guys, girls, girls, ladies, ladies, women. Anyway, we have some professional some athletes. Badass players on that team. Amy there Rodriguez, are some Kelly O'Hara, players. Becky Sauerbaum, 
just amazing fucking soccer players, World Cup quality soccer players. And then just right below on. that, we've already <laughs> talked about this, so I'm not going to talk about it. I'm, I'm just going to say the best shady political moves was Prop 2 medical cannabis. And they, that was like foreshadowed. That was like... Oh, they fucking did legislature, not the legislature, Herbert came out after they fucking met in that back room with those three lobbyists. Those motherfuckers were standing behind him when he said, we have a compromise. You don't need to vote for Prop 2. We got it covered. And then the people voted anyway because fuck you because you haven't done anything for eight years. And then those motherfuckers decided to just change the law. Yeah. He's fired up tonight, babe. I'm really pissed about it. It's so fucking infuriating to me. It is. I can't tell. Do you know what else is infuriating? The best summer ruiner. Wildfires. Wildfires. Yeah, why don't you talk to to California about the best fall ruiner? Right. They evacuated another city today. uh, Paradise something? Yes, I was talking to one of our underwriters. Today, yeah. I was talking to one of our underwriters that's in California, and he... Yeah. On that same page, though, is something that I remember from school, which is best perk of raising a kid in Utah, school-sanctioned ski lessons, which is something that I did for several years that was totally fun, and they'd put you on a school bus, and you'd go with your friends, and you'd go skiing instead of being in school. So, can I read this? Because I think this is I, this is like kind of a no-nonsense blurb about wildfires. I'm just going to read it word for word, plagiarism. You know what up, Bessie? I feel like since we won an award for reviewing yeah. this, that we have... Like copyright. So I don't know who the, the editors are, but uh, the, in, the editor that wrote this one is Essay, the I'll staff writer. It's up at the front. She's going to look it up it's for Sarah you. Armoff. It's Sarah Armoff. Essay. Sarah Arnoff. Essay. Yes. Not that kind of essay. Essay. So anyway, it says, let's all make a collective pack right here and now to stop lighting things on fire. Sure, lightning is a bitch and can spark all kinds of fire-related nonsense. But according to a study from the National Academy of Sciences... <laughs> of wildfires in the U.S. between 92 and 2012 were human-caused. And on average, half of all fires in Utah are human-caused, according to the Utah Division of Forestry, Fire, and State Lands. We Utahns love some camping, so let's make a proactive approach to planning for next summer so we can all enjoy open canyon roads and smoke-free valleys. And I gotta tell ya... Amen. Fires in Utah, these fucking crazy fires have not been started by lightning. Some have. Why don't you talk to the guy that's going to fucking serve some prison time because of the Brian had fire. Because, because the motherfucker <laughs> was told not to do it, and he decided to burn a bunch of weeds anyway out in the fucking woods. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> Dipshit. Wow. Hey, well, his weeds are page. gone. Look on the next page. Hey, his weeds are gone. Hey, does someone, does someone want to read the blurb about us on here? Yep. Can, we should skip it. That podcast sucks. <laughs> Best, best of podcasts, the new Utah podcast, putting together this annual issue. No, we don't really need to read it. Okay. We kind of already read it last time. I think we did, but we were doing it officially. I I am going to say, again, thank you. I think we need to Uh, read it. Thank you, Enrique, and thank you, City Weekly, for for choosing us. Uh, It does mean a lot to us. Um, we would have done this. We're going to anyway. frame it, by the way, and put but it here in the studio. But we have to because it's really funny because he mentions penises. Okay. All right, read it. In it. All right. If, if and we talked talk about dicks, penises. Read it. Do you remember when she was mad about the song at the beginning of the yeah, show? Yeah, but that was yeah. gross. I'm going to play it. No. <laughs> <laughs> read the article. I'm going to get it out so everyone knows Saying what Jess was penis talking about. and discussing penises is different than that disgusting song. Putting together this annual issue can be a grueling task. Is anyone out there paying attention or are we just flinging copy and pictures into the void in hopes that some business owner Instagrams they won best original welcome mat? 
Luckily for us, curmudgeonly editorial folks, we know at least four people are paying close attention. That's us. Yep. Jessica Richardson. Say, that's me. That's me. Chris Birch. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Gates. That's me. And Brie Hollingsworth. That's, that's you. That's me. <laughs> Who, for the past two years, have dedicated not one, but two episodes, one for editorial picks and one for reader's choice, to this, the golden plates of Utah awesomeness. Will they agree with this year's pick for best Utah? Will they grill us for selection of best penis envy? <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. I already talked about it. <laughs> anyway, I'm super proud of us because we've only been doing the podcast for a couple years and we got into best of. I think it's amazing. Stop playing that song. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's, it's so gross. It's the time it is. Food time. Speaking of eating, I'm offended by this song. I seriously am Come disgusted on, by this. Come on, that was funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> so I was introduced this weekend to this artist. His name is uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. And I'm not a big country fan. I do listen to some. Um, but uh, if you want some entertainment, go. It's like the beard guys, but vulgar. Yeah, it's 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 like Two Life Crew if they played country music. <laughs> That's the best comparison I have. So. And Brie fucking hates it. So we'll go back to Dropkick Murphy Radio. I, I don't do crude. Like, I don't have a problem talking about penises and vaginas. I just don't do crude. <laughs> all right. So we're into food because I love food. I want to talk I about all food. of them, but. We have, uh, we have a limited amount of time to finish these up. and then No, we'll... we don't. We have lots of time. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have lots no. still tabbed. So some of these we'll, we'll, we'll be going to, but do you guys have a few that you want to pick out? Yeah, Pretty Bird won Best Clucking Debut, which just totally talked about how good of a job um, the idea with just doing his debut and and how great the restaurants turned out. And It is amazing. It's yeah, it's, it's been great. And it's, I look at the sandwich, and all I can think of is, I need to have another so, one. So there are places like Pretty Bird that get, men get mentioned, but there's also Dee's Family Restaurant that gets mentioned as best, best breakfast on the cheap. There's only like two of them left in the Valley. Yeah. I love Dee's. It's one on State Street and 21st. And 47th and Redwood. Yep. Those are the two that I know exist. And the one on 47th and Redwood has a Village Inn, Kitty Corner from it. Yeah, but it's always busier than the stupid Village Inn. Well, because Village Inn isn't as good. Also, I will say this about Village Inn. That's where all the seniors go. The average Village Inn parking lot has four times as many handicapped spots as any other parking lot you'll ever go to. That was I, my first waitress job. I worked there for like a my month mom worked, in high school. My mom worked at Village Inn. Best taste in the old world is the Bohemian. Uh, we love Bohemian. I think we've talked about it multiple times. Um, Apollo Burger is on here as the best burger original. And um, uh, Apollo Burger and Crown I'm gonna Burger I'm going to fight both. that one because I know, I know there's a better... A better pastrami burger in Salt Lake. Where? And it's right across the street from my house. Where? That's, your house is not That's in six, Salt Lake. Let me be clear. Your uh, house is hello. in fucking... Like, this is Utah. Best of yeah, Utah. Yeah, but you said Salt, Salt Lake. Sorry, in Eagle Mountain, where that's, I live. That's, no one's going there. You are. Just is. Is that what we're mm -hmm. having? Eagle no. Mountain? <laughs> no, pastrami no. burgers. No, I'm cooking for so you. So what's, what's the name She's of the place? She's cooking us an eagle. It's called Six Sisters Deli, and it is amazing. Well, this is really loud. Yeah, it is really loud. <laughs> 
By the way, sorry to go back to Pretty Bird, but they've been open for 10 months now. They're coming up on their one year. Yeah. That sounds amazing. We'll have to. Especially we'll have to with go. how many restaurants fail and don't make it to the Maybe first when year. we go downtown in a couple weeks, we should stop and get. Because we're not having a vegetarian. Oh, yes, we are. I lied. That's really funny. That is really <laughs> funny. But he's not vegan. He's just vegetarian. So. Who? Uh, his name's Stuart Graves. Oh. That we're, for the, he's yeah, a photographer. Yeah, I know who Stuart Graves is. Yeah, okay. Well, we're and going he works to for James's. He gave me the thumbs up for our pin. We're going that I made where? Her. To James's. <laughs> oh. Well, Next month. Let's not talk about that right now. Well, we're talking about it because she was saying we might, I might be able to have a damn pretty bird sandwich. So you shut your mouth, you. So the best grocery store deli was Harmon's Grocery. I will say this: chicken salad. That's all I have to say. I I love their chicken, right at Harmon's, but Smith's, the new, the newer Smiths that are getting built, and I know they're not local. I know it's part of fucking Kroger, but I will tell you, like the Smiths on Seventy Eighth and Fifty Sixth West. Holy shit, they are giving Harmons a run for their money. The one I'll buy me too that they built them. is the exact same. So Harmons does, su- like if you go to the, the one over, uh, the Harmons off of Bangator, like they have sushi chefs there until about mm-hmm. two in the afternoon making fresh sushi. And it's actually pretty good. It's not it's like gas station style. Um, but the, I'm talking about the Harmons. The Harmons here does not have sushi chefs all day making stuff. This is Warren Kearns. It's true. They're worried about getting shot. Um, we do have sushi available, but it's not fresh from it's, the sushi shop. Well, it is. They just come in for like a couple hours in the morning. Just come up by me. The new Harmons that just opened by me is really Yeah, nice. and they've got... The, it, they just... Every time they get better and better. So anyway, I just thought I'd mention them. We love Harmons. Yep. Um, they carry chocolate conspiracy I chocolate. need to talk about the best quick bite. Uh, Nomad Eatery was at the Best of Utah Party. That was the best salmon I've ever had, and I just love their approach to food. Um, it's just like Justin has paid a super. Let me just talk about this salmon. It was on fresh made ricotta cheese. It had like a seasoning that was like an everything bagel. It had onions. It was like perfectly cooked, and that's how their whole restaurant is. And it's on uh, twenty one ten West North Temple. It's amazing. That's my best quick bites. So, um, I I like the the best big city foodie trend is the explosion of ramen joints <gasps> because that's been a huge deal. They're really good if you go to a good one. They do. They do. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about top ramen people. Redwood Road and thirty five hundred South. Yeah, I still that's uh, been. I Tokatsu. Tokatsu. I haven't been. I need so, to go. so Jinya, Jinya is uh, Jinya is on state. It's a, in front of Fashion Place Mall. Uh, Jinya right. is basically, um, and it is. Uh, they actually gave it the best refill award. And I, we've been there, and we've gotten their refills, and it's really cool. They just bring out a bunch of new noodles and throw them in your freaking broth, so you I can. I eat the broth before you eat the noodles, though. And and then I I uh, so best bachelorette approved treat is the roll up cafe. Um, I actually know these guys down in Orem. They're a really cool cafe. They're actually kind of kitty corner. They're right off of University and and State Street in Orem, and they're kitty corner from one of the best barbecue joints in all of Utah, which is Bam Bam's Barbecue. Um, they're just. A block away from Way Bam better Bams. than R&R. Oh, my God. Bam Bam's is fucking amazing. The dude knows his barbecue. R&R are sellouts. Yeah, I don't like R&R. I, I like Pat's better than R&R, personally. Like R&R Pat's is what they ends. serve at Rio Tinto, and I don't like it. So was I, I didn't see, was Ruby Snap listed in any of this? Yes. yes, she's in Reader's. Yeah. Oh, so she's a Reader's Choice? Yeah. Okay. Because I just saw the, the best 1 a.m. I need this now, and that's chip cookies. Have you They're, had one of those? No, I haven't, but they do delivery, don't they? Yes, that's their whole the, thing. Yeah. But they're, the cookies, no joke, are probably 
five or six inches big. They are massive. And not only are they wide, but they're probably about two inches tall. They're huge. That's awesome. We had them at work. It's not a cookie, then. That's a cake. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's a, a cake. Talisman's the best lucky charm. Talisman Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> we love Talisman. They are. They just released their gingerbread. Did you guys see that? Their gingerbread stout. No, and I keep. I buy different beers of theirs at the grocery store and the liquor store, and they are probably my favorite. Yeah, I haven't heard you ever say, "Eh, that's one's." I haven't right. had one that I haven't really, really yeah. enjoyed yet. So, um, I don't know what page you guys are on, so I don't want to like. Yeah, but, we're like we're we're plowing through shit. So Jess and I like tagged like probably. Have you had them? No, but Jess and I have tagged like ninety percent of the who? exact same thing. So best chimney sweep is Sweet <laughs> Chimneys, and they had I don't know if it was them or if it was a different company that was up at the Chris Kindle Market this weekend. If you have never had one, you have to have one. They it are the so official dessert of Hungary. Delicious. It's a sweet and it bread broke my people? tooth. No. <laughs> Hungary. H U N G A R Y. So, um we we skipped past one that I wanted to talk about, which is the best edible safari. Keep up. It's the burger bar up in uh, Roy. They have it's alligator. This, so, burger bar, it's this little burger shack in Roy, Utah, and it's like it's not super small, but it's not very big, and it's just like, it's like a, a burger shack. It, it's a burger shack. It's a walk-up window, Mom and, Pop, um, yeah. and and uh, the thing that makes them so they make really good burgers, but they every month have an exotic meat. So sometimes snake. it's yak, snake, alligator, alligator goat. Mm-hmm. Like I've actually heard yak is good. Camel. I've never had, had camel. Yak and yak. I bet they do llama. They've done llama. So they always have a different exotic meat, a uh, meat of the month that they make burgers out of, which is really kind of a cool thing that, that you don't find often. Um, it was on Diner. Diner's Drivers and Dives. Yep. I haven't been to Donut Boy in West Valley. Oh, I follow their Instagram. He makes it's because we don't eat donuts. They make awesome looking donuts. So, but I will say this: the best donut shop is still Donuts in Delhi on Twenty Seventh and State. I there's a girl at work that d- ate that all the whole time she was pregnant with both of her kids. There there is no better donut shop in the valley. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. That place is so good. Can we talk about the best bake sale since that was the best eight dollars that I spent in November? <laughs> no joke. So I decided to order rolls from Fillings and Emulsions. Um, they gave instructions to warm them up in the bag, which I actually don't suggest because if your oven's too hot, it'll melt the bag. Um, all we did was put them on a tray while the oven was off and it warmed them in like four minutes and they were the most perfect rolls I've ever had in my life. I'm going to order more for Christmas, just so you know. They were like fluffy pillows of deliciousness. Best cinnamon rolls <gasps> in the West, Parowan Cafe. I saw that. Somebody's going to go to Parowan and get some cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I think we need to go to Parowan. Don't you drive down that way to Cedar? Uh, yeah, you have to go right. But it's fucking right next to Cedar. It's basically Parowan, the two Spanish brothers. Bring we should have Cassie bring us cinnamon rolls back on her way. Yeah, because she totally do. Sean would. Sean might. Cassie wouldn't. I'm fucking having her do it. Especially because Cassie will probably be driving back home at midnight. So it's uh, this is a resounding uh, approval. They are the best cinnamon rolls I've ever had. That's crazy. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm make not, I, I, cinnamon rolls are a take it or leave it for me. So. Also, Parowan's a town of like three people, so I think it's the two brothers. Marriage. Yeah. On the next page is best edible art. We are going to be having one of the CEOs of Last Chakarama? Course on. 
Oh, nice. With the green jello. No, that's the best. <laughs> Chuckarama is the best place to get chucked up. Right. That's amazing. Whoever wrote that. Anyways, best edible art. Last course has been popping up around Salt Lake. There's one in Farmington. There's one actually right across the street from Pretty Bird. Um, and I believe there's one in Draper, if I remember correctly. Um, anyways, if you, these guys, their desserts are, not only are they delicious, but they're beautiful. And they have amazing ice cream flavors like strawberry balsamic. Their key lime has like uh, actual pie pieces in it. Um, and they bring in new desserts all the time. Um, I had the glamping s'mores, which was uh, like a molten cake with graham cracker and a ginormous marshmallow that they put on fire. And it was amazing. Anyways, such an awesome addition to Salt Lake. It's just amazing. So, are we at the end? No, we oh. still got nightlife. But look at this fucking burger from Lucky 13. I really do love Lucky 13. I have the peanut butter burger. It's That's my favorite. So I have to talk about an ad because I think that this is a place that my dad used to go, the tap room. Yeah, it's still around. And I think it used to be called the Murray Tap Room, or at least that's what he called it. It just made me think of my dad today, which is semi-unfortunate. <laughs> so there's, a, I mean, Salt Lake's got a pretty, pretty lively nightclub scene. I'm not a part of it because I'm too. But not even old. Salt Lake. I mean, they have best of Claire, the Funk and Dive, which Folk Hogan play out and Nick plays yeah. out a lot, is on, uh, not on the list, but it's one of the best of advertisements. And I've heard Lake Effect is a uh, is a really Phenomenal. good place as well as water witch yeah and lake effect got the best place to feel like you're in a big city <laughs> That's um, true. I, I love that they put the westerner in here which is the best honky tonk to grind to uh genuine genuine's pony, pony. <laughs> that that club the westerner out in west valley that thing has been there for Ever. And it is fucking popular as shit. That is where all the cowboy. If you want to go see dudes wearing tight pants and their dicks hanging out of them um, in cowboy boots, that's probably the where you want to go. Like straight through the bottom of the pants? No, no. You can just see the giant. <laughs> Everybody bulge. should be going there then. It's usually a pair of socks. For being <laughs> honest, um, no, I'm just amazed. Like I'm glad they put it in there. It is a really popular place. You know, another thing that's amazing to me is um, Gracie's. So where Gracie's is at used to be a club called Club Naked, and after that it was something else. But it's been Gracie's for a long time, and they've really managed to keep that place going, um, which is tough to do. Uh, bars do not last a, a terribly long and time. And that's the best after work downtown bar. Fiddler's so, Elbow. I like Fiddler's Elbow. Yeah, Fiddler's don't, don't Elbow. Don't be in a rush, though, because, I mean, it's a good thing they make it as you order it. But every time I've been there, you're, you're there for... A while. Yeah, well, most people go there to like watch games and stuff and hang out as they eat. So that's why it's the best armchair quarterback. I like spot. it. It's good. Yeah, I really like that place. Um, I yeah. feel I feel like the Beehive. Um, oh my gosh! I just had my brain totally went to sleep right there. Uh, the one in Logan <laughs> that I love. <laughs> <laughs> so the best place to test your knowledge is proper brewing. However, remember our friend. Um, Trent Hunsaker does his uh, trivia up at the... Oh, my gosh. Why can't I remember it right now? In, in Ogden? Or? No, it's in Logan. <laughs> and I they have the best gelato, and I... Oh, I can't freaking, think of the name of it. I'm... So while oh, the Beehive Pub Grill. Okay. Yeah, I, know, I was close. Anyways. All right. They should be the best place to test your knowledge. <laughs> best one night only and encore. 
So Avant Groove, I, I totally which, we, like that. which we got to go to a really cool concept for a uh, a jazz club that Salt, something Salt Lake didn't have that was going to be awesome. Uh, they, they closed like a couple months after they opened. They closed already? Oh, yeah, yeah June, but they June opened 20, up again as the button-down bar. Yeah, uh, June 21st, they closed their doors. Uh, well, so not, this is a place on Pierpont. That's too bad. I'm not completely surprised, though, but no. it's too bad. Well, because they didn't serve us food for hours? They, they Well, I mean, that is opening night. You kind of got to expect that. But I, I got the impression talking to the staff that um, it was basically an owner's excuse to, to have a place to... Um, play music. So <laughs> I uh, I want to go back a page a page to the best Salt Lake City bartender who is Metro's Michael Elliott and I know Michael and he is everything that Enrique writes in his little write up. Um, it doesn't matter how busy that bar gets. He is cool. He's collected. He's calm. And he, I would assume he makes awesome drinks because he is the best Salt Lake City bartender. But his water is really delicious. Anyways, but at Metro, they have all kinds of shows. Heavy metal. They do drag shows, which is how I know him. Um, awesome uh, industrial shows and so on. But he, Michael's been there for years, and he is, not only is he a great bartender, he's just an awesome dude. Well, and Liquid Joe's got the best eclectic something or other, I think, um, from from these guys. And Liquid best Joe's. Best eclectic programming. Yeah, and, and Liquid Joe's has some crazy differences in nights. Yeah, the Oingo Boingo uh, people came. Yeah, there. and they do well because they did. I don't know if they still <laughs> do. I know they do. Sleeping. I know they still do Metal Gods, <laughs> which if you like like eighties butt rock, it is probably one of the funnest shows to go to. And it doesn't matter how old you are; it's a lot of fun. I've heard they're pretty fun to watch. Oh, dude, it's 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 fantastic. And then they did the Spasmatics, which I think were actually the same guys doing eighties covers from like eighties like new wave type type music. But uh, uh, anyway. I do want to thank again City Weekly for giving us uh, a content. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's not free. Uh, we have to spend time reading it, um, and um, we have our opinions. But uh, it's uh, it is my favorite issue of City Weekly. I do I do like to read City Weekly online. We look forward to it every year. It's fun. Yeah. I live in Kearns Sorry. and work in Sandy, and finding City Weekly out this far south is is really difficult at times. So. Uh, I don't always get to pick them up, but I do. I do read a lot of the stuff online, and I absolutely love the best of issue. Um, it, it's good stuff to talk about. It is the best of Utah. It's the um, Utah Bible. That's what I referred to it as. Yeah, like I said at the beginning of the show, if if you want something to do, the first thing you need to do is come to our website, thenewutah.com, uh, where you can find the things that all of our guests, many of whom are in this issue, in fact. Almost all of them show up in this issue. It's, it's pretty it's really once we Once we get on to the, the reader's choices, you'll hear a lot more of them. We're episode 132, and we've had well over 100 guests at this point. Um, we've had Almost s- 132. Yeah, I mean, we've had if some If we count the ones repeats. where there's multiples, it's even closer. We've had some repeats um, because our guests love us so much that they always want to come back. <laughs> yeah, like um, Farmer Luke. But uh, thanks to Enrique and all the writers and editors at, at City Weekly, this issue is is the issue for them, and, and they've done a really bang-up job this year putting it together. I really love the cover this year. I had a lot less to disagree with this year so far in the editor's picks. We usually don't disagree as much with the editor's picks yeah. as we do with the reader's picks. So when the reader's picks episode comes... Um, you know, maybe Chris won't be as ranty that day. Yeah, hopefully the the <laughs> bullshit from Prop Two will have worn off. I, it's really on my nerves today. All day I've yeah. been thinking about it and just like stewing. Have you read like 
poor Deborah Johnson's posts and stuff. Oh, she just breaks my so heart. So she has one of the autoimmune disorders. So it will be illegal for her to have cannabis for medicinal use. Even though she's one of the ones that would help the most. Yeah, it's crazy. So, and to be clear, she'll probably still use it. It will just be illegal. Um, I, it's, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's just bringing me down again. So thank you, City Weekly. Down, uh, follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast um, or on Facebook or Instagram. It's all the same. The New Utah Podcast at TNU Podcast. Uh, our website, thenewutah.com. Share the episode if you like it. If you want to, sh- if if you're if you've got friends that you want to talk, you know, sh- talk about the best of issue with, but they're lazy and don't want to read. Um, We'll share the you. episode. Um, it's like book on tape, basically, <laughs> this episode. And leave us reviews because we want to hear what you think. We do. We do. We, we take them to heart. Um, Bree doesn't eat popcorn on the air near as much anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, one, I do. One listener one time. Um, but Usually, I've switched over to grapes lately. They're, they're, they're you can't really lazy. hear them. Yeah. You can just hear the bag. But uh, we, we do appreciate you taking the time. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Well, we're not going to see you. We don't ever see you. Kind of, in passing, maybe. I mean, sometimes we saw people at the Halloween Expo two years ago. We saw some people... <laughs> a we year saw some, ago? Yeah, a year ago. We saw some people at uh, at the... Farmer's Market. At the haunted house. We see people at the farmer's market. Um, so maybe we'll see you. I don't know. We're around. <laughs>